0: Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Naturalist Capitalist. It is December, the last month of 2022. So the last four horsemen of 2022, we started these, uh, let's see, in March of 2021. Done one every month. Um, Although, no, we skipped one in September because of some shit that happened. But other than that, done one every month. It's been fun, and so here we all are. I hope everyone's getting ready for Christmas. It's coming right around the corner. Um, It's been a crazy year. A lot has happened. I've certainly learned a lot, and uh, I don't know, a lot's been happening around the world, so I've been grateful to have a lot of these conversations and talk to people about what's going on, uh, because I certainly am not a vessel of a ton of information. I'm more of a, a conduit to people who really know what's going on, and it's been Great to have all these conversations on The Four Horsemen and then just other shows I've done with people Dan McAdams, Ron Paul, uh, Scott Horton, all sorts of people who know what's going on. So um, anyway, let's get into the show. As always, we've got my co-host, Eric Jackman. Eric, how are you doing tonight, man?
1: Very, very well. The Four Horsemen is now legally old enough to drink, and we're going to be drinking Trump vodka, believe me, making my favorite drink, which is also my favorite person, a white Russian. So it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> Excited to be here, Reed. It's, got, it's always always a good time.
0: Always a good time. Of course, we've got Ryan Dawson of the Anti-Neocon Report. How are we doing tonight, Ryan?
2: Pretty good. Pretty sure I just got banned from Cozy TV. <laughs> I won.
0: <laughs> wow, there's they nothing could, you can't get banned off of, apparently. Well, huh? they
2: couldn't handle it. You know, they had a bunch of pa- uh, Catholic bigots trying to pile on and stuff, and uh, they couldn't handle it. Yeah, I can add that to the most banned thing.
0: Gotcha. So <laughs> you know, tonight- I had
2: I could have had commercials and stuff on there, but I and I'm like, I cannot bring people in. I can't bring on guests like Scott Ritter and stuff when the cozy chat's talking about race realism and every day and saying the N-word and stuff. I'm like, this is why you don't have ads because you have a toxic chat, they don't get it.
0: And lastly, we got our special guest. He's a good friend of mine. Got to meet him twice this year in person. Had him on the show several times. He is the host of the Vital Descent podcast, and he's the Justin Romando Fellow for the Libertarian Institute. Pat McFarlane, how are you doing tonight, man?
3: Hey, doing good, Reed, Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Yeah, so your, your interest
0: in um ryan's films actually goes back farther than mine like i think you've known about him longer than me and you said i remember we were talking at freedom fest that you used to watch him a long time ago and you noticed that a lot of people like had kind of fallen away from it and then gone back into it more recently and you were kind of i just remember having a conversation with you about that how you're happy to see people like resurfacing and actually talking about this stuff again but what's your history with kind of delving into the the nine eleven stuff and the, the israel lobby stuff and just the stuff that ryan talks about a lot
3: yeah well i i mean when i when i first came into the movement i kind of got into libertarianism and 9-11 at the same time i, I wouldn't really call myself someone who's really well versed on that kind of stuff but i i watched uh, uh james corbett's stuff and ryan dawson's stuff and um it i i don't know i i got it more into foreign policy kind of after that and then now that you've had ryan on your show and stuff uh there's there's more interest and then you know uh getting to meet adam, adam fitzgerald who's a great guy i uh, got to meet him in person with you so uh yeah it's just been good yeah adam's larger than life he's uh he's very Little, tall. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> i mean i'm a, i'm a fairly large guy i'm six three probably 210 20. so seeing adam looking up, is, <laughs> it's not an experience I'm used to. Yeah,
0: he's such a nice guy too, so jovial yeah. and friendly. And that, that was a great time, man. All, uh, me and Eric drive all the way down there to DC. We, we were with Ryan earlier in Texas that year at another Ron Paul Institute event. Um, and some of the same guys showed up in DC that had been in Texas. It was, um, I don't know, it was really just great. Just a great time, great people, great conversation.
1: Yeah, it was it was nice to be in real life and take it off the internet. Um, and for us guys, how old are you, Pat? I'm, I'm 36.
3: I'm I'm 29.
1: Okay, you're 20. And Dawson's a little older than I am, but for us guys who were a little older when the internet wasn't everything and wasn't life, and people didn't large when, no <laughs> when there was no internet. When there was no internet, Dawson, yeah. um, you know, th- there were more things like that in person, in real life. You get together with people that you had. Um, you aligned with uncertain things and had common interests and you get together and then do things in person and do conferences like that and go to political events. So I told Reed this a lot, you know, those events that I went to the one I went to um, in March, Ryan, with you and Reed to hang out with Roger Waters was incredible and and rejuvenating. And then going to the one in Texas was amazing and incredible. And then, you know, meeting you Pat and Dave DeCamp um, in person at the one down in Virginia was just, it was energizing. And it, and it reminded me that there, there are still a lot of us out there who give a damn and you know we're not just nameless faceless trolls who live in our mom's basement who shit post all day and don't really have any skin in the game we actually are out there and been fighting this fight for a while so it was it was really awesome to uh to meet you and connect with you and, and learn about you know the important work you're doing at the
2: libertarian Institute <laughs> nameless shit posting trolls what's that remind me of <laughs> people who throw drinks at people. Well, that incident, they, they threw ketchup at them first or whatever, but it's like, what, what do you think started all that? I don't know. Yeah. Probably some of the stuff they said at this on the circus channel.
1: Right. So what right now, Patrick, like what is your main focus with the libertarian Institute? Like day to day, you know, what motivates you? What drives you? You know, what what are you, what are you working towards right now?
3: Well, uh, the focus has been on, on combating this new cold war with China. Um, I mean, it's Dave DeCamp really turned me on to the fact that it's a big issue and that people don't really talk about it. Uh, and I, I had to really educate myself because frankly, I didn't really know the first thing about China and the, the depth of the topic. I mean, it's so immense. You're talking about a country that has a history, a recorded history going back just about as far as any. And, but but getting into that and you know diving into what I've kind of identified as being the WMDs of this new Cold War with China, which is the Uyghur issue, uh, has been something that I've focused on. Which it's a hard topic to talk about because you have to be very nuanced and really kind of know your stuff. So I, I've been focusing on that and kind of it's like with with like Scott. Uh, getting into the the Russia Ukraine stuff really deep, and you know Kyle Manning pretty much everything, and Connor really focusing on Iran and China. It's like we all self select and pick our own topics of interest, and so we just try to fill the gaps where it needs to be filled. And a couple of years ago, I just I guess I happened to pick China when I got interested in this Uyghur stuff, and then things kind of went from there
1: yeah so would you say you know your work and dave's work and, and what you guys write about is kind of push back against like the jack basobics of the world who you know blame everything on china and we need to you know be prepared to
2: all
1: out war i know all out war with china because that's kind of how i view what, what what you're doing right now pat which you know i appreciate and i like
3: yeah well thanks eric i, I mean um your first mistake though is that no one is calling for war with China. That's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. That, yeah. Yeah. No one is calling for a war with China. It, you know. But I, I'm being sarcastic because that's you know mm-hmm. that I've heard a whole lot. And then freaking um, it's like well, even John Bolton isn't calling for war with China. So I I don't really know.
2: Do you, I'm I'm confused. Are we talking about West Taiwan? Yeah, West Taiwan. Okay. See, see,
3: um to mention Tim Poole was someone who always talks about China. And he said something in one of his live streams. <laughs> I think about Nancy Pelosi's visit. Right before she visited, he said, you know, personally, I think that that Taipei is the capital of China. And that, you know, and and it made me kind of think because I didn't think that Tim pool really knew enough about the situation to know about the Chinese civil war that happened and everything. So I figured, I don't know if someone is telling him that somebody's in his ear, one of those people that he had on his show. I'm
2: surprised he knew where Taipei was. Yeah. So
3: kind of my feelings too, but um, it is what it is.
1: Well,
0: I like how, Every time someone's asks, you know, who should uh, Tim Poole have on next? I like how Kyle Matovic always tags you and then says, Tim Poole's an idiot and he needs to have this guy on. To correct him on this. Like, it's kind of like, uh, I mean, I, I don't think any of us are ever getting on there. Like, I'd like to think that one of us would at some point, but know, he only point, has. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah.
2: Usually he's had a couple like rogue. Wow, how'd that person get on? But Horton got on, three. right?
0: Horton did get yeah. on. Yeah, that was great. Yeah.
2: Because he didn't know. He didn't know what he yeah. was talking about. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> know how base Horton was. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, though, they talked about China most of the time, and I really wish Scott could have gotten it in the Middle East or Ukraine. I,
3: I think the, the most
2: productive thing
3: to come out of that exchange was uh, the discussion about the Abraham Accords. And... Um, i think scott really put tim to task on that issue and i think tim realized that scott really knows what he's talking about um which kind of ties into I, I don't know reed if we were going to talk about yay and uh oh yeah we've got it well here, here's here's the nice transition here is that the whole interesting part is that nick fuentes and yay actually got the abraham accords right is one of the only things that they really got right, and even then, it was like a really surface level thing. Because I think Nick Fuentes was like, "Well, look at who's really causing all the, you know, all the war in the Middle East. It's Israel's been bombing the hell out of Syria, and that's about all he said. He didn't get into, you know, the assassination campaigns inside Iran." And you know. oh,
0: we got yay here. We're yay! What would you like to <laughs> fill us in on this a little bit? Or.
1: Yo, where's my yoohoo in my net? It's net and it's yoohoo. Net and yoohoo, Alex. Stop putting evil in front of Nazi. Don't say evil no more. All right, let me get my Bible. Take my hand. Hold my hand. Let's do a Bible. Let's do some Bible.
0: Oh, man.
2: <laughs> you know, I think the point he was trying to make was, Sorry. you know, Matthew 5. 43, which is the, the Matthew 5's the Sermon on the Mount. And that chapter and verse talks about love your enemies. But what he's talking to is he's talking to Jews, telling them not to have xenophobia for the goyim. He's not saying actually like love people who are, you know, throwing murdering you in the concentration you. Yeah. camps and murdering you. But, but some people take it as just love everybody by default. Well, love needs to be earned. So does hate. But uh, in his mind, he was like, let's like forgive the Nazis. Let's forgive the Zionists, too. That's basically what got him banned from Twitter is he had a star of David with a swastika in it, I'm (laughs) like if you just wrote end all hate on that or something, it would have worked or if you had separated the two because they're like, yeah, we have a racial white racial supremacist and Jewish racial supremacist, kind of the same ideology, butchering people, except one doesn't exist anymore. And the other one is currently ethnically cleansing Palestinians. But you can't just mean that without that long explanation, maybe put the Bible quote under it or something. You know, he is a narcissistic person thinks somebody follows everything they do. So maybe he'd been talking about that earlier. But when you just blurt that out on Alex Jones and you don't use Matthew five and you don't talk about that, it doesn't. It just comes across like you're insane and saying you love Hitler. Which is what, how it came across. Now that's my spin on it. That's his way out of it. <laughs> but I don't, I'm not in his ear. Well, what, uh, what, about, what about this? Did you he hear about the this? Long Army?
3: Is, is that the the symbol that Kanye or that Ye tweeted out? Is the Raelian movement symbol? Yeah,
2: but he didn't know that. He just yeah, found. No he was just there. looking <laughs> up the star David swastika <laughs> and found it on Google Images. Uh, and he, used it. he had no idea.
3: You see, I my mistake was assuming that there was 12d chess going on. Right, Yeah, I don't like, like, like he's he completely
1: back with a skull <laughs> in his ponytail. You know, the leader it's kind of, the of amazing, like
0: witnessing how people are processing this whole thing. Like some people think every single move is calculated and then other people think he's just completely lost his mind. I think it's like somewhere in the middle. Like some of he did it lose is... his
2: mind. He, he's not calculated either. He's just being yeah, himself. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's Memes are great to get your foot in the door if you have some context and some content after that. But it's just meme to another meme to another meme. There is no it's like there there is no meat and potatoes. It's just haha for the lols. And it's like, yeah, haha, funny. You're just going to lose more of your money and never see your kids. I feel bad for him. I don't agree with him being banned. I don't agree with him being banned on Twitter because the rule is inciting violence. He did not incite violence. He yeah, but Elon he Musk pulled. wanted to push on well, Ryan. To, well, that's not what inciting violence <laughs> means. He didn't say do violence onto Group X. He actually yeah. said the opposite. He would say love your enemies, even Nazis, even uh, Zionists. And in a way, forgiving Nazis is something I'm not saying to forgive actual Nazis like the ones in Ukraine and the ones in the <laughs> Third Reich, but they call everyone Nazi now, anyone they don't like. It's like that's that label, everyone except up.
0: the guys in Ukraine, everyone in except
2: the ones that actually fit the bill. Right. But racism, I mean, racism today is like witch burnings in the past. She's a witch. She looks like one. And it's something that, oh, a witch. Everybody needs a witch to burn. Right. It's so fun to condemn an unquestionable evil and the unquestionable evil of the day is Nazism. like everyone agrees they were bad. And so what they can do is just use that on anybody and get them canceled and get them definanced. It's like accusing somebody of rape. Even if you're completely exonerated, you never walk away clean. And I know a lot of people, myself included, they call you a Holocaust denier or a racist or a white separatist, which makes really, really good sense with the American <laughs> yeah, Indian, yeah. Asian wife and all that. But, you know, it doesn't matter how much you fight racism because if you fight Jewish supremacy, their excuse is always, well, then you hate the Jews. Right? So if you stand up for Palestinian rights, then that's because you're anti-Semitic. And that canard so, works because they do run all the media and you don't get to talk.
0: So is Nick Fuentes actually a white separatist? Because I I like, don't really know that much. I've seen a couple uh, of interviews with him. Like,
2: he Now he says he's just wants a white majority in the U.S. or something. But he's never been a Holocaust denier. He's never done any revisionist work. They dumped that on him, and he's definitely not a national socialist. He's 100% a capitalist. For some reason, I was surprised he's only 24. 25.
3: Is he 25? Mm-hmm. Well, he. So the the one the one point that I noticed that I think really backs up that Kanye is not playing 12d chess is that he he didn't he said. That he only two weeks ago learned who Benjamin Netanyahu was. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. And that to
3: me was because I thought, you know, I don't know. It's Kanye West. He's not an idiot because obviously he was able to amass all this money and manage it to some degree. Maybe he is an idiot in some some. Oh, area. idiots can do
2: that. I mean, look sure. at Hardy B. Like, look, they, they built the him and they destroyed him. Like, they auto tune all his songs. Like, you heard him try to sing on Alex Jones. It was cringeworthy. My favorite part was when Fuentes tried to talk about JFK and Numek and called it yeah. the Operation Apollo. <laughs> you can tell he watched the film, but he didn't absorb it all. It's like, dude, well, that, why don't you just say, true. hey, there's a great film about it called this. I'm glad he didn't because I don't want to be associated with that. But you don't want to, want to roll, don't. roll with yeah, Alex yet. would well, this, have censored it anyway. That guy like hates he said, my nuts. Yeah, I was going to say, if you
0: said uh, Ryan Dawson on oh, we don't wars,
1: don't know, wars that probably got We don't, knows, we
0: got I don't
2: know him.
1: But there's nothing linear about the yay thing, man. He's a fucking scatterbrain, and it's just so clearly a grifting operation. And Reed, you said before we went live that Milo is out now. What, what, what did you
0: Milo's know there? out? I saw that. I don't know the details of why, but I just saw so he and Fuentes were at odds or something, and so they kicked Milo to the curb.
2: He kind of so. already accomplished his mission. He got them to the Trump meeting, knowing goddamn <laughs> well what Nick's optics were, and yeah. so he's the new Richard Spencer fair or not. It's like, aha, Trump had dinner with a white nationalist, It's Nazi Holocaust denier. Even though two of those three things are wrong, um, it doesn't matter because the media is going to use it the way they did Charlottesville, right? He never said, I hate defending Trump, but like he never said very fine people referring to Nazis and communists. He was talking about the people debating over the Lee statue. right? Uh, and he completely condemned many times the white racists that ended up in Charlottesville for the little look at me, shit parade, but it didn't matter. They just the media just was like, mm-hmm. and just kept saying the accusation over and over again. Social media censored any counter narrative. And so everybody thinks Trump is uh, cavorting around with racist. And that's that's how it is. Like, that's how the media, if they're all identitarians, you can see the uniformity on the Hunter laptop. You can see the uniformity on election fraud, the uniformity on all foreign policy decisions. Right. Look at the Ukraine propaganda. I mean, our media said Russia bombed their own pipeline. Right. <laughs> That's how bad it is. And they all did it. They all did it. See it in all of them. A couple people mm-hmm. on Fox questioned it, I guess, but like Waters, Tucker and Ingram. But everyone else was just right on. Don't do Yeah, yeah. You think Russia bombed their own pipeline? Russia committed war crime in Butra. No, they didn't. And so I want people to see that and see how it's also sanitized on Facebook and Twitter and how they we already know they have relationships <laughs> with the DHS and the FBI. Now they really know after the dump yesterday, showing or two days ago, I'm on the different mm. time zone, but showing that um hey yeah, the DNC would call and say censor this person, censor that person. And Joel Roth decided to censor Hunter's laptop, which was engaging all this white-collar crime and quid pro quo with foreign nations and questionable, you know, children and lingerie and stuff. But and, you know, it's okay to have pedophile rings on Twitter with 290,000 people. We didn't expunge that. And Elon got rid of all that in 10 days. He closed down all the pedophile stuff, fired 75% of the staff and Twitter still works the same as it ever did. And its servers are hotter now than they ever were. So like all those people were unnecessary. They're just up there censoring content. The next move needs to be bringing back the band. Some token yeah. people have their accounts back, but are like, I don't think McAdams is back. I'm not back. Ritter's not back. No. Escapar's not, not back. back. You're not back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's that they need to bring back the band. But because there's so many bots, they're having to go through and like approve things, I guess, manually. It's like, okay, just approve them all. And when they fuck up, ban them again. Like, yeah, this, this yeah, they... the needs to happen.
0: So I want to get your guys thoughts on this. And I I think there's something to it. So my friend Liam, he made a tweet recently, like a week ago, saying that he thinks that uh, and Elon kind of confirmed this with a tweet he put out today, but he thought that Elon was taking over Twitter and bringing people back and banning pedophiles and stuff to create a lot more traffic on Twitter so that it could basically be a test run for Neuralink to kind of test the hive mind mentality of Twitter. And then Elon actually put out a tweet, I'll see if I can find it actually, but he put out a tweet like today or yesterday saying that that's basically what he wants to do. So what do you guys think about that?
2: Better than the old boss. I mean, you don't think Meta and them are doing that already? I mean, like they're much bigger than Twitter.
1: They're yeah, gathering like, that
2: stuff off Facebook and stuff anyway.
1: I mean, I think that's been one of the goals of these uh, futurists infusing uh, technology with humans. And Me, humanity you know what I and think. And merging the two. Well, yeah, it can all be can all be traced back to that, that uh, little cabin <laughs> he, in the
2: woods. Did he not that, call it on the technocratic dystopian nightmare that's our future?
0: Ryan, I have another uh, I have another tab pulled up because I'm looking for the tweet and I knew what you were talking about without even like seeing the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you
2: know who I held up. <laughs> yeah. I got the well, action figure. I just, you can get those for Christmas. This is a great stocking stuffer. Then I don't sell these, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like my buddy makes these. And uh you can don't get don't send like, it through the mail. You can Don't get, send uh, it through <laughs> the mail. Wait, wait, it's explosive. They're um I just Israel Pete Gionas' uh joke. There's Epstein. He comes with a a little rope that he didn't hang himself with. Oh, it's cute. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Comes with a
1: Rolodex from from Gilen and then comes from nice Mega Group stamps that has nude pictures of uh, <laughs> Sheldon <laughs> Adelson and Les Wexner on it, wearing Balenciaga clothing, if you can believe it. Oh, we and got me- shoes. We, we got a Mega Group Balenciaga line that the Gap Limited's putting out only this Christmas and Hanukkah, and it's going to be unbelievable. Wait till you Is see. Is it
2: Adidas it. WB? Just remember what Adidas stood for and then add with boys.
1: Oh God. Uh <laughs> I don't know, Reed. I think you know, uh Elon likes the hero worship and he obviously he's a megalomaniac and he wants people, you know, he's he's being viewed as like a godlike savior and all that. And you know, I don't I don't play into that or buy into that. But I think overall, man, he, he does want to move things in that neuralink direction and, and see how far you can push that, push that stuff. I don't know, Pat. Ace, what do you think?
3: Yeah, I, I think so too. I I don't know. I'm a student of James Corbett a bit on this one because yeah. I, I listen to you know some work and interviews that he's done and basically it's kind of meet the new boss, same as the old. Even though, I mean, outwardly we can ride the marginal benefits of it as it comes. Sure. Yeah, yeah so this
0: is the tweet I was talking about. Liam said a few days ago, uh, Elon Musk took over Twitter so he could have a data center or hive mind for Neuralink, and he wants to reduce censorship. So there's more information to pull from. And then he just linked his tweet, which said the intelligence of this hive mind will improve significantly Mm -hmm. as signal noise effective cross-linking of tweets and speed of tweets all improve. So I mean, yeah, I'm, I kind of agree with you guys, like, it's better than it was. I just think that a lot of people are going to start glorifying elon musk when he is somebody i think we should kind of keep tabs on and keep an eye on and kind of monitor to see what's really going on here but
2: well hey we'll cool who who we want to coup remember
1: when he
0: yeah yeah
2: no shit elon is a master uh that's why he named his thing tesla after that kook movie went around glorifying tesla not saying nicholas tesla wasn't a great man but they made it seem like edison stole his all his ideas and all this bullshit uh I'm not worried about Neuralink any more than I'm looking forward to colonizing Mars. Like some of the stuff he says is just so far out there. You cannot just hook a computer to your brain. You can't. We're nowhere close to that. And we're not going to terraform another planet. We can barely send robots there. It would not work. Like it's not just because it's too cold and it doesn't have a magnetic pole. So it's pelted with solar radiation and there's no atmosphere, but the gravity's different. That's a hard one to fix. If you stay without Earth's <laughs> gravity, you go blind because yeah. our muscles and stuff in our eye are designed, assuming the gravity we have. There's so many, so many ways to die on Mars or Venus. And it's like people are used to these movies where it's like, you know, you just build a dome on there and fill it with oxygen. They're like, no, there's so <laughs> many more problems than that. You can't do that. But people believe him when he says it and he gets grant money from the government. He's the most prolific welfare queen there's ever been. Yep. he's like, yep. yeah, you got Starlink and Tesla and all this stuff, but it's like, but you're getting money from the government. But here's here's my libertarian caveat to that. You'll look at the NASA's program to the same the same operations as what uh Elon's doing. It cost them 44 million dollars to do what he did for four million. Oh yeah. So I'll you know, I'll just take it as an improvement over the state, even though it's still subsidized by the state.
0: I don't know if this is a serious comment or not, but I love it either way. Uh, no such thing as gravity, total bullshit. <laughs> you never know when those are real or not. Yeah. Excuse so me, a
2: force, dude. <laughs> have you seen,
1: excuse me. Have you seen Nancy Pelosi's <laughs> titties? Fine. All right. If you want to talk gravity? Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. He's like, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh,
0: Mr. Trump, did you know Nick Fuentes before he came to this dinner or was this the first time you actually met him?
1: I had no idea who he was. I understood he was a guy on the internet's doing a binga banga bunga bunga from his mom's basement. Okay, I did not know a lot about him. He said some things. He said some nice things about me. He likes America first. And when he got a steak, he got the steak well done and he put ketchup on it. So I did like that about him. I did. I thought that that was nice. But other than that, I did not know who he was when Milo walked him into Mar-a-Lago on a leash. Who was? not know who he was. I didn't know who he was. <laughs> He could come in
0: here on all fours and I wouldn't recognize him.
2: He could literally we wouldn't be able there. to see him anyway. Isn't Trump like 6'3?
1: Yeah, he's a big boy. He's like Lex Luthor.
2: He's he's a former built like a former wrestler.
1: He could come in here right Lex now. Luger, and
2: I think you mean Lex Luthor's a Superman villain.
1: <laughs> wait, oh, wait, who's the, the wrestler? Lex Luger. Okay, sorry, I fucked up. Um, yeah. But no, he could he could be walked in here on a gimp leash, okay, on all fours getting pegged by Milo, and I would not yeah. recognize him. And I would he never he never came to Mar a Lago. That's fake news. That's
2: I think Milo news. ate everything at In and Out. That dude's gained about hundred pounds.
1: He's gotten kind of thick, hasn't he, Dawson? Yeah. And when I was Merricked. um
2: I guess you know he, he went celibate, so it didn't matter.
1: Uh, I'll pull it up, but um, Eric,
0: did you, you see that we're... truth social, uh, they're called truths, the tweets are called truths, but it was Trump <laughs> talking about uh, how he didn't know who uh, Nick Fuentes was and he thought he was Daisy Fuentes or something. Did you see that whole thing? Was no, that, fucking... that sounds incredible. I have no idea if it's real. It seems something fake. The King said, but, yeah, well, I'll, I'll It's the find troubled
1: it. youth who needed my help and some black guy, okay, who's having kind of a breakdown. Who had said nice things about me before, so I thought I could help him. Pat. I wanted to try and help him.
2: He arranged the meeting with Kanye in October before he had said anything ev- everywhere. So he just kept it. Um the thing look, it's sad about Fuentes because some of his ideas are fine, putting Americans' interests first, some conservative ideas close the border, da 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 But he just shits in the punk wall with all this race stuff and catering to these spurgs online. It's like, dude. Those people aren't your friends. They will stab you in the back whenever it's opportune to do to, to do it.
0: All right, so Eric, I have, I have no yeah. idea if this is, I I think this is probably fake, but and some people are also, telling me it's real.
1: Also, Dawson, how can we trust a little 23-year-old boy who's never had a nice big pair of booboo's in his face, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm a virgin.
2: You know, he's I'm not virginity. gay, he's Catholic, and he takes that no sex before okay. marriage seriously, okay. which so, is, you know, not something I agree with, but if that's your religion, then, you know, good more for power him. to you. Mr. Trump,
0: I was wondering if you could just read this out loud for us.
2: Can you
1: make it a little bigger?
2: Like maybe as big uh, yeah. as
1: Pelosi's boobs so I can see it.
2: Can you it? make it huge? Make that it huge, enough? Ryan.
1: After <laughs> Kanye West's latest meltdown, the fake news media continues to ask why I met with him and little Nicky Fuentes. I've already addressed this several times, but I want to make it clear to Americans that I met with Kanye as a former friend and someone concerned about his mental health. The brain, not so good I hope Ye gets the help he needs. As to Nikki Fuentes, the staff here at Mar a Lago, which many have said is the best staff in the world, was given a list to Kanye and included the name Fuentes. When I saw it, I thought I would be having dinner with Daisy Fuentes, quite frankly. And no one knows who Nikki is. And most Americans, if given the opportunity, would gladly eat dinner with Daisy Fuentes. Who is that? (laughs) Even
2: even (laughs) that.
1: Even though she apparently married one of the Marx brothers, believe me, it would have been an amazing meal and great evening. Instead, someone who I've never known and don't know, don't want to know, quite frankly, showed up. It was all a huge mix up. Daisy, you're welcome at Mar a Lago anytime. Slide into there's no way that's real. Some
2: it's, people it's, are it's saying, that's that's real, there's there's no host, way. That's, that's who it is. No, that's fake. Nikki. Yeah, it's that's fake. It. Yeah, but it's fun. But, it's, fun. It, it's like 20% doubt. You're like, I don't know. Because yeah, I know, that's talks. the problem. the <laughs> thing. He did say Little Rocket Man and he calls Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas. I'm like, come oh. on. Oh, wow. He did and say too, that. We <laughs> are <laughs> living in a timeline where
0: yay. and awesome. Fuentes were both on Alex Jones and just kicked Milo off the team. So, like, I mean, for this to be like fake, it's like, well, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of crazy shit R- going Ryan, on. Right you, you remember and when Ye had with
2: the-, the mask and his little net and a bottle <laughs> of Yahoo? Like, that was, <laughs> it's hilarious. But Ryan, it's like, dude, you're going to get, look, he was going to get his namesake back. December 16th so he can make his Yuzizi stuff. You forget about that now. Like, where are you going to manufacture it? No one's going to work with you after that. Right. Like, you he's remember- just getting such bad advice. Like, get your name back. Get some money because you're going to need that if you're going to run for president. These kind of antics. Like, Ye yeah, could take over Alex Jones. He's bankrupt, right? So maybe, ye yeah, will just be the new Alex Jones. It'll just be the yay show. He <laughs> just go in there. I, I bet a lot of people would watch that if he just had on guests and stuff and Kanye just was himself. I mean, do you see him doubt the sacred number for that thing you're not allowed to talk about on YouTube? I was like, oh, damn. Alex is like, yeah, 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 WDF, Klaus Schwab. And Ye's just having none of it. He's like, no, nope, we're going right back to the Jays.
1: <laughs> when you make Alex Jones nervous and blush, that the way he did, man, that's when you know the fucking Matrix. Dude, that oh, part yeah, were, like, Alex Alex is
0: like, Alex is like, well, you know, you don't actually like Hitler. You're just like saying that for shock value. And then yeah, he's like,
1: no, 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 I really do like Hitler. And
0: you just see Alex's face just like, no, stop talking. Gay frogs, gay, 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 gay frogs, Gay, gay frogs
2: that's what jesus said
1: yeah <laughs> but you you remember ryan when uh, the king had some of the last living uh they were the were they navajo who served in world war ii who were code breakers
2: mm-hmm. sorry if there I were fucked that up. there um, were they, they call themselves Diné, but they're better known as navajo and also comanche code breakers so,
1: okay he he had a, like like two or three of the last living of those guys to the white house and he was like great history with Native Americans here in America. And we have one in the Senate and we call her Pocahontas. You remember he said, I was like, holy fuck. He just did that, man. He really just did that.
2: You have a real one from New Mexico. but All right. <laughs> a real one. That's but You know, Elizabeth Warren, what was so funny is when she was found out to be one 12,000th Indian or whatever, she took that as a victory dance. Like, see, one drop rule. And then, it's uh-huh. like lady. Every white person has that much native venom because they haven't been separated that long. You're talking about the, the king got <laughs> her
1: to take a DNA test, dude, played right into his hands. It was unbelievable. She's like, but
2: I, but I have high cheekbones. They're Like, actually, you don't and your eyes are blue. It. We call like, it as you can be. Right? Liawaka. Liawaka.
0: J- Jeremy <laughs> Kaufman made a post. Um, I should have this one pulled up too, but he uh he he took a bunch of articles and changed the word white with the jewish and he said if you change the word white with jewish then mainstream media news sounds exactly like kanye west
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, it is yeah. true like it's that's it's, the point like you can shit on whitey all day but uh jews are a protected class and but i i feel like you shouldn't be collectivist to anybody like you don't say that about whites or jews it's retarded right. and it's not like tim pool said either it's just a bunch of individuals like no It's about supremacy. You don't think that if you allow it, people are going to work around an ethnic interest and organize around that principle. And they do. Whites don't do that because it's one of the most taboo things possible after World War II that you're not going to have any kind of white advocacy, nationalism, whatever. The Jews can get away with it. Because if you criticize Jewish supremacy, they're going to be like, oh, you're Hitler. And it works. I mean, that is just a conversation ender. You just say, look, it's really fucking clear. Like the reason there's a disproportionate number of that group in media in Hollywood, and there is, there's nothing wrong with saying that. That's like noticing there's lots of blacks in the NBA, right? It's not because they're just more talented, and it's not because they're genetically, like, there's some teleology to go take over media. It's because they have covert state sponsorship and a vested interest to control the information flow in the United States so that their state can continue ethnic cleansing and colonization.
0: Yeah, and then on top of that, there are a lot of people who are Jewish who don't even, like, they're not even in on it or something. It's just naturally groups are going to work together. Yeah, those, so, like, so you know, a lot of
2: white people that weren't Nazis. I mean, that's who stopped yeah. the Nazis was other whites. Like it's an ideology, not a biology. But that right. ideology gets favored by a state. So uh, why is it all the Jews in media are also all Zionist? Right. They're all Zionist because that's who's getting promoted and financed into those positions and then they hire each other.
1: Yeah, remember the Sony if they were email all with
2: Korean everybody would notice it right away like oh man all North Koreans own the media and they we always join a war on Korea's enemies like everyone would notice right but you're not allowed to mention it yeah. well like it was clear, clear as day in the Sony
1: email leaks man that the favoritism and to continue to make the Palestinians look like Neanderthals and savages and out of the Stone Age and, and dehumanize them um yeah it, it's 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 all obvious and slaps you in the face.
2: Dude, ABC News won't even say Palestine without scare quotes. Like they yeah, don't exist. Mongering. That is in a listen, think about that. That's an American news network, a major network, ABC, and they write Palestine in scare quotes.
0: The most normalized racism in America is Zionism against Palestinians, sure. and also, ironically, Israel is the closest thing to a white supremacist state that exists in the middle east i mean i know not everyone in israel is white but a lot of them are white jews from uh europe and america and they're ethnically cleansing their brown uh muslim neighbors so they you think them, people uh, would be all over that but they're not they're,
2: they're trans-semites
0: trans-semites, yeah.
2: Because they're not Hebrew. Dude, they're not dudes. from the Middle East. They got blue eyes. They're from Poland. They're from Hungary. They're from... Did you Kisaria. guys see
1: the black Israelites marching for Kyrie Irving? I know it happened a little while ago in, in New York the City. Israelites? In Brooklyn? Dude, that was... Mike and I had to watch that a few years. I couldn't just... I could just laugh. There's like a thousand of these dudes marching in New York. If that was any other group, if there was like 10 retard unite the right dudes marching with like kiki things in new york city that'd be all over the news but there was a thousand of these guys marching to a Kyrie irving basketball game and just you didn't see it anywhere except for like twitter i just i just couldn't help but laugh i just thought it was funny it was funny pat you know i thought it was kind of funny I i laugh a little bit about it i don't know a lot about them okay apparently brother farrakhan is a big fan okay i don't know a lot about brother farrakhan
3: I was going to say even so my wife is not someone who pays attention to politics at all, but even she noticed how quickly Kanye was thrown under the bus. I mean, yeah,
2: right. I wonder who else notices, you know? Well, it was a golden opportunity to talk about Zionist influence in the media and banks, but they just derailed that by going on Alex Jones and talking about Hitler love and all this other bullshit. Yeah. Walking off a temple. Like, You could have said what I just said, right? You could have said, look, there is a foreign state with a vested interest in controlling our information. Look at how lopsided it looked at the Iraq war. That was the opposite of special plans. Look at Libya, look at Syria. You could have walked through and explained the cabal that led us into these wars and how they're all Zionists. Could have explained every single point, all those trillions of dollars we've lost, all the thousands of lives the sanctions on Iran, right, supporting al-Qaeda and al-Nusra Front and all this, they could have had a slam dunk opportunity to talk about all that and say, why is that? Why is it every single network cheerleading the bullshit about weapons of mass destruction and nobody said otherwise? How did that happen? Because they're Zionists. But they just they just were like, it's the Jews. And like, dude, it is not the Jews. Okay. You're talking about a couple dozen people. That's it. And they're Zionists, and they're just uh, promoted into those positions. There has a history of Hollywood came out of Jewish organized crime. You can't call it, it's a subset of a category, right? But they're blaming the, the larger category for what the subset does, which is the same thing they don't like happening to whites. Like whites get blamed collectively as a race for shit that individuals did or different groups did. It's The same crap. They, they could have. They had so many chances to knock a home run out of the park. Yay! He's a billionaire. He's a big celebrity. Yeah. So you had the voice, Chappelle was coming, Kyrie's coming, like, and then he picked Milo and Fuentes to be his advisors. And they're like, well, yeah, wow, what could go wrong Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> America first. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I mean, I, I felt like I mean so many people were pearl clutching, which was pretty ridiculous. But I was just pissed kind of because of what Ryan's saying. Like, I was like, Okay, here's an opportunity where you have a really wealthy dude who's getting taken down because yeah. of stuff he's saying, and then he just literally flushed it all down the toilet by he saying, I like Hitler. It's just like, dude, mm-hmm. no, like, fuck. Oh. Um, he,
3: he said but, he said on Alex Jones, the $2 billion tweet. I can't remember which one it was, but...
0: Out. It was probably the DEFCON 3-1. Yeah, that one. Was that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: he misspelled DEFCON. You know, yeah. that's all. <laughs> but it's it's late. I was drunk. because, like, when he's on Tim Pool... Luke Ripofsky actually had a a good point, which wasn't his because it was already been memed everywhere. He's just repeating it. But he said, yeah, Kanye had his bank canceled. That didn't even happen to Epstein. That's something you should really settle in on and go, yeah, there's this billionaire who is trafficking children and blackmailing all these people in this giant wing that works for the Israeli state or some intelligence agency. We don't know which one. (laughs) Uh, just Robert Maxwell was it? You can't, you know, like, gee, I i guess it's a ram, right? He worked for the Israeli <laughs> state and they wouldn't cancel his bank account even after he was dead, it was making transactions. and Darren Endike and his largest stuff going and getting all the files and papers and stuff whitewashed, combed through the Paris uh property, blah blah blah. Tim Pool's just like, yeah, 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 it just changed the subject. And but China, so- bro, you know, part of the reason he acts the way he does is he lost billions of dollars, he got canceled on everything. like have some fucking empathy for that. He said it felt like a dog biting his arm. He said, they tried to drug me. They tried to jail me. They canceled this. They took this from my kids. I can't see them. They're being raped. And it's like, okay, yeah, let's talk about that and acknowledge how wrong that is first. And then say, well, the reason they're overreacting is just that if you changed your language a little bit and didn't collectively blame a ethnic religious category and stated instead jewish supremacy which is way more accurate than just saying jews but i know it's just a way of talking you know people do that all the time they say the kurds you're like well not all kurds they say the russians well not all of them you you fucking know what he meant but Uh we but you also know that people are not going to give you the benefit of the doubt like that And now it seems like, and they're right, they shouldn't have given everything you said afterward. It's like, oh, you did mean the juice, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, The other thing that I, the other part of this conversation, I think a lot of people leave out is that most Zionism in America is supported by Christians just by numbers. There's a lot more Christians in the United States, but like the number Mm -hmm. of Zionist Christians who supported the Iraq war. A lot of like a lot of Jews, American Jews were against the Iraq war because a lot of them, you know, and it, it's mostly just because a lot of American Jews are liberal. But so that, you know, they were against George W. Bush's war. I'm sure a lot of them supported uh, Obama's wars. But like Amer- uh, American Zionist evangelicals are like some of the most dogmatic Zionists that are out there. Like they've every single war for Israel and they're like almost more pro-Israel a lot of jews in america are it's like it's um a big part of the conversation that a lot of people leave out and i grew up with it you know i grew up as an evangelical christian and like israel was at the forefront of everything is Mm -hmm. our support for israel is one of the most important things so that jesus can come back eventually like this is like one of the cornerstones of the christian uh zionist philosophy
2: those schofield christians is what i call them give them a lot of money too look at the divestment campaigns it was in the billions from just from american churches billions of dollars that's more than what the government gives them but the Schofield christians think they believe in that mythical history like that's their land and they believe in the exodus story and king david and all like it's like it's historical it's not uh, and so they're just like, well, they get to racially inherit land, even though Palestinians have been living there with continuity for thousands of years. And you got all these European Jews that moved there in the 30s and 40s in the Christian and then evangelical Christian mindset. It's like, no, that's their land. God gave it to them thousands of years ago and then they disappeared. and Now they're coming back like <clears throat> the Canaanites and the Philistines and others were also in that land the whole time for real not based on mythology but actual archaeology and history and you why can't you just live with people like why do you have to exclude like push them off the land so you can have a jewish state meaning a racial state you could live with them like every other fucking country does a bunch of ethnicities live together not every country but, you know, other than Asia, well,
1: we don't have to throw people out of their houses and bulldoze their houses and destroy their property and kill them.
2: And Shooting kids for sport. Shoot, yeah, probably yeah. Yeah. Just
1: take their take their place. Yeah, I mean, Eric,
0: we're we're colonizing New Hampshire, but we don't have to bulldoze any houses like we're no. just being obnoxiously libertarian. <laughs> so all the progressives decide <laughs> like, to leave.
1: <laughs> that was crazy. Are you one of those crazy free staters who like your weed and your guns and your crypto? You
3: know,
2: Patrick, where that. do you live? I live in Wisconsin. Okay. You, when are you moving to New Hampshire?
3: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I guess yesterday.
1: Was <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I asked you about Leiden Kugel beer and uh, Russ Feingold. Yeah, yeah. I, I
3: grew up. I grew up in the city where Linies is made.
1: Chip, you, uh, I'm gonna put it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Isn't Sam Adams made in Milwaukee? Or that? It might that, be made in Milwaukee. Oh. Like it used pretty to be in sure Virginia, Virginia, the, but well, it's H-
3: like. No,
2: well, Sam Adams
3: uh, HQ is in Boston. I'm pretty sure. Is it?
2: I mean I that's, so. where, that's where
3: it could, be, from, it could but... be made in Milwaukee, though. Because yeah, I, I don't I know think... Bush that or Miller that bought all those yeah. Ambev. Yeah.
1: So Pat, have you found like your work and what you're doing? Have you and Reed's talked about this? Where you've actually had an impact on some people and changed their mind or just kind of like their mode of thinking about foreign policy and and how America conducts itself around the world.
3: Well, I sure hope so. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's hard sitting here because, you know, oftentimes I just feel like I'm talking to the wall, you know, and uh, there's not a whole lot of feedback. But the feedback I have gotten has been pretty good, I think. Uh, but of all the topics I've talked about, I definitely get the most pushback on China. Okay. But I, you know, I'm I'm of the right, so I I was a conservative growing up, so I feel like I can talk to people on the right. I just need to. I keep trying to exercise my persuasive muscles by trying to put myself in someone else's perspective and speak their language.
2: It's a lot easier to talk to the right than it is talking to the wrong. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Right. Ryan's like Rittenhouse. He didn't kill the person. He killed the commie.
2: <laughs> don't do commies?
1: So they're they're not people. That, that's. Yeah, I like that
2: Rittenhouse that. quote. You miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wayne Gretzky said it first, and then Rittenhouse shot his shot, and boy, he did a great job.
0: He disarmed uh, his opponent. It's a skeeter
2: Talk is like speed or die. But now yeah, that that hey, is a Wisconsin thing. Raise your hands if you fucked around and found out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That will go down in horseman history as one of the greatest all time fucking rants. It's the, it's the I think it is month.
0: the greatest moment. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was just pure Dawson. Oh, we're in December
2: fire. now. Um, I mean, last
1: month. But that's uh, a-
2: <laughs> today. Can I read today? The, this month's quote is Thomas Sowell. So why not? It's a, for sure. It's hard to imagine a more stupid, more dangerous way of making decisions than but putting those decisions in the hands of people who pay no price for being wrong. <laughs>
1: Congress, mm-hmm.
2: dude, but we yeah. had some good, some good uh, rainbow frogs in early December. December first was the when gurion died. So have oh, a wow, Coke. yeah. We had Bacon Day. Let's see, what is today? The fifth. It's the fifth in Japan. Twenty first Amendment prohibiting alcohol gets repealed. Well, that calls for a drink. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So what do you guys think about this? The Libertarian Party in New Hampshire, we were thinking of sending gift cards to everyone in Congress that were just the happy holidays tweet. It was just Megan <laughs> McCain over the casket and send them to every member of Congress. What do you think? Uh,
2: I think you should send them USBs with the, uh, the Biden crime syndicate on it.
0: There we go. Yeah, we can pump, we can (laughs) send some info along with it. Yeah. (laughs) Just put
2: a QR code to the Biden crime syndicate and send it to everybody in Congress. Oh, yeah. So, Ryan,
0: with, uh, I mean, to everyone in this stream, I'm sure nothing that Elon tweeted out yesterday, or not Elon, uh, Matt Taibbi tweeted out, was that yesterday? Yeah, yesterday with the the Twitter files. None of that was surprising to any of us, but was it a little exonerating for you, even though? Most of us already knew this shit that people are suddenly like,
2: oh my God, yeah. I can't
0: believe they censored this stuff and it's real. And
2: it's like womp womp because they only talk about one of the three laptops still. And they're really not getting into it. It just, yeah, he's naked and with hookers and stuff. But, and they're talking about, I guess, Barisma a little bit. And they vaguely just say deals with China without talking about Bohai Harvest or any of that stuff. And they're not talking about, Devin Archer. Hintga, Devin Archer Devin Archer or, or Chris Hines or the whole, they're just like 10% for the big guy, blah, blah, blah. Kind of like Epstein. They only talked about Clinton, Prince Andrew and yeah, like surface level stuff. And I'm like, there's a film out there that not only goes into Hunter's laptop, but before that with Biden's brothers, his whole family's corrupt, right? All the white collar mm-hmm. crimes, the Ponzi schemes, hit and run native American bonds, like all the bullshit they're involved in. And it's like, where do you put it bitch you you know there's no way of disseminating this and i feel like you know if marjorie taylor green or somebody could sit down and watch the biden crime syndicate you'll, her head would explode you're like wow here's and that's that's like before you know chris ray's had the laptop since december 2019 i started getting the info in may 2020 i made that movie in october 2020 It's 2022, almost 2023 now. Like we've had this information forever. It was leaked all over Chinese websites, and or excuse me, West Taiwan websites, (laughs) and um, in Uyghur camps too. Still there. Like you can get the entirety of the contents of that laptop on these Chinese sites, and it's disgusting, dude. You got like nine year olds in lingerie and stuff, and getting foot jobs, and just talking about conning people. You know, and it's like it's him. It's James Biden, Frank Biden, Joe Biden, they're everybody. I mean, what a disgusting prick, you know, to marry his dead brother's wife and then cheat on her with a hooker who he gets pregnant. Like, if one of the Trump kids did that, can you imagine what the media would do? The Bidens can do the, whatever. I mean, they stole almost $4 million for the the cancer fund they set up for Bo Biden. He died of cancer. And they collected Four million dollars and then didn't spend any of it on cancer research it just all went back to the dnc coffers like they used their dead child yeah, to make money for the democratic party
0: they hit close to home when uh when biden's wife ran a stop sign and a truck driver hit her and killed her and then joe biden pretended that the tr- truck driver was drunk was drunk and yeah
2: well, that Joe man. Biden's brother ran over a <laughs> father apple. of two girls, killed, killed uh, made them orphans. They didn't have a mom. He was he ran over a man and murdered him and then refused to mm-hmm. pay the family, the two girls he orphaned any money.
0: Yeah.
2: And yeah. So Eric, him.
0: speaking of
3: speaking of Marshall Taylor of
2: profiteers, it's like it doesn't end. None of this, it's just like Trump sinus ball and chain. There's so much information that's not identitarian bullshit that you could really go after Trump for. And they don't because they can't because they're involved in the same stuff. Yeah. Water Island.
0: So, yeah, there's actually a good question since we got Patrick on here. So the the deals between Biden and the Chinese are interesting but at the same time biden the biden administration has been one of the most hawkish administrations on china so what like what business deal what those business what are the repercussions of those business deals like what was most of what was going on there and what are the what are the what's the fallout of it
3: well this is actually something i i don't really know that much about i i have studied you know what the what the biden administration's policy has been but maybe. I mean my best guess would just be that it's um it's just a sign that there's a force driving the vehicle that is not Joe Biden. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it was to you too, happened. Ryan. Like I, I didn't know yeah. what you think.
2: I don't think Joe Biden's making any decisions. He doesn't even know where he is half the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they're they were butthurt that China has been aiding Russia. And so they went after the chips. You know, if they really wanted to if they really wanted to mess up China, uh, well, really, all of Asia, 90-something percent of the silicon and things that go into these ships are out of one mind in North Carolina. They could just cut that off and nobody's building anything. But, you know, Xi Jinping, one is another term, 10 years. He's basically the dictator of China. They're having huge problems with lockdowns using the covid pretext, but they've been waiting to do that anyway. You know, and Dr. Fauci saw that and goes, that's what we need over here. Right. You <laughs> he say China got so many problems and, with real estate and stuff like I have a buddy. Um, well, I'll bring him up. We should bring I got a guy we can bring on to get all into that. Uh, we'll probably just you can do it in a solo show or four horsemen read. But um, explaining the real estate bubble in China and then just all the fuckery that's going on it really is a paper tiger and all but they don't criticize china for the horrible things they actually do instead they Mm, exaggerate stuff about uyghurs and whatever like china hates all its poor people it's not just uyghurs like that's it's not a genocide either i mean that's uh there is violence toward all those groups but it's it's another thing it's like criticizing trump about identitarian crap not the fact that he's meeting with Bob Booty and the mob and all that—that that doesn't matter. It's like, yeah, well, he said Mexicans are rapists. We're like, no, that's not what he said. You know, it's all—it's like arguing about Obama's. Did he wear a la- flag on his lapel or not? Or right? You know, yeah. Birth certificate bullshit stuff like that. Like yeah. the dude invaded Libya and made slavery great again. Like that's what you should yeah. criticize him for, him not right. the stupid stuff. Yeah, yeah, him crooked Hillary. Anyway.
1: Yeah, crooked. We <laughs> came. We saw. He died. <laughs>
2: i told you last time i was in china people tried to give me their child like they are there's real desperation especially in western china uh those people are so fucked it's so polluted over beijing like the sun is red instead of yellow in the middle of the day because it cuts through that much smog they have like no environmental laws no real property rights except for the super rich um that place and people praise you like they're more capitalist than we are. And I'm like, <laughs> no, they're not, not at all. China has more homeless people than Texas has people. Jesus, and they and have, have like people, these, you, they've got like 800 million people that live on less than five dollars a day.
0: And they have these ghost cities, right? Like they have whole cities and they still
2: have homeless. Yep, problems, commercial yeah, commercial and residential property that are empty. You know, yeah. it's like because they. You could buy property and it had an interest rate that people would basically buy their first house and use it to finance the next seven houses and there's so much foreign investment in capital that they won't allow the price to come down but these places are unaffordable to regular chinese people but it's like no it's kind of like they have homes acting as crypto coins or or uh what do you call those nfts nfts except it's a house it's a house Mm -hmm. with no electricity no water No one lives in it. It's just there as like a commodity to trade and they'll cite, oh, China's GDP is blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but a lot of that was government spending on bridges to nowhere or homes for no one. So you have homeless people and housing at the same time, but it's like they cannot allow that property value to drop so that people could actually put stores in there and put people in the apartments because there'd be a huge sell off from all the investors. Like, oh, they're used to, and it's, it's a lot of rich Chinese too. So they just keep buying more houses. They don't know what to do. And like, they're all empty. Like, but your working class can't afford the rates because you, you're, they're not really the value you say, because no one can live in them.
0: And it's even true. as bad as things are, it's a massive upgrade from what they were like several decades ago when they were like, Completely communist. Oh, sure. Yeah. This is crazy. That's just that.
2: They're like, look at all the people they brought out of poverty. I'm like, well, they had nowhere to go but up. Mm-hmm. Well, it That's seems like no me- one else had ever had that many people in poverty. <laughs> like, ever.
3: It, it seems to me that, like, the a lot of the China hawks, what they try and do is they, they threat inflate China, right? And, but, but the, at the same time, the things they threat inflate about are the same centrally planned policies that were. Maybe you know in place that Deng Xiaoping tried to you know, with, the, with the reforms tried to get rid of, and uh, it's things like the, the Belt and Road Initiative and all these foreign investments and things like that. But they don't. But there's like an opposite side of the coin too, where it seems like there's some people that really want to make it seem like the CCP's days are numbered in terms of you know you you do have all these problems and all these malinvestments and centrally planned programs. But, Ryan, do you get the sense that the days of the CCP are numbered, that these problems? Because my position on it is just that, like, well, yeah, there's all these problems that are really going to seriously inhibit China's ability to be a multipolar power. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the CCP is going to be gone in the next couple of years.
2: Yeah, just you're acting like, oh, what, are they going to vote them out of office? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't right. matter how many problems they are. They have all the power. Mm hmm. Chinese media is completely state run. Um, There is no challenge to CCP. They even did a purge within their own party to make sure it was like super duper loyalist even within it. There is zero opposition. Like the only the only real opposition is physical. Like if they just quit going to work, you know, they've got factories in China with nets to stop people from jumping off the roof uh, because that's where they live they don't even live in a house. They sleep in the floor at the factory where China exists on slave labor and slave labor doesn't work because you're going to have to sell to some place that doesn't have slaves. And all they're doing is making dollar store goods. Like they have a horrible reputation. You know, we don't buy it from China it's Like that's what you get on wish or whatever, nothing works. Uh, and slaves have no incentive to really put a lot of effort into making things work. They just flood the market, you know, knock off DVDs are still a thing. Uh, like who uses those, right? They those they steal, there's no copyright law, there's no protections, so there's never going to be any innovation. Like, can you imagine if America had 1.5 billion people? We'd have, we would be colonizing Mars, you know? But we've <laughs> got all those people and it's all squandered because they're using slave labor. And it is, I don't care if you pay them uh, one won a day or whatever it is like they don't even have homes for a lot of these people have to sleep where they work they work them to the bone and for what so they can export a bunch of trinkets to the dollar stores I mean they're not yeah. building like rocket engines and cars and stuff they're building like you know yeah. shitty garment industry stuff and little aren't toys they building like they heavy Aren't they building like heavy
0: equipment and stuff there, or is that mostly from Japan and
2: terrible gift from China? They're well, Japan does what the US does, they go and build shit in China, just like Apple builds all its crap in China. Japanese will build stuff for the Chinese, like that's why China has a working railroad, is they have the Japanese build it for them.
1: Do you know Ryan who who runs the banks? Do they have central banks in China, or is that CCP controlled? I
2: mean, you know who. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's it's like a, lot other, a lot of other countries. Mel, Mel Gibson runs the banks. Well, there uh, there was
3: a there was a really interesting ask thread. Kanye.
2: <laughs> there
3: was a, a really interesting thread that James that Corbett was pulling on that I had him on to talk about maybe a year ago with all this uh, with Mao being Yale educated and then during the reforms with with all the Wall Street money pulling in, kind of like um, who's the guy who did the um, Hitler, it was like Hitler and Wall Street, the trilogy. He's that professor from, is it from Georgetown? Uh, and Anthony Sutton. He, it was like that kind of thing that happened with the Bolshevik Revolution, that happened with Nazi Germany, also happened with China during, mm-hmm. you know, the opening.
2: Yeah, interesting. Uh, they only survived because they had four economic zones that would allow, you know, trade and capitalism. One was just north of Hong Kong and it came became the most prosperous city in China. But outside of that, it ain't even third world it's fourth world. People are fucking poor like rice patties eating bugs and stuff. It is horrifying the way a lot of Chinese. They have rations on water. Like you can't take a shower, but a timer just goes and turns it off. Once you use enough water, the government <laughs> can decide how much water you have in your shower. It's it's the haves. It's not just haves and have-nots. It's have and have nothing.
1: Hmm. Right, that just place is screwed.
2: And I'm with Corbett conspiracy. too. And, you know, I get all the anti-China propaganda from Japan. I sip through it. I was like, yeah. it's not propaganda. That's it's just real. They suck. Like that anyone that's aspiring to like communism or the Chinese model is out of their mind. And I know so how, how bad an imperialist and warmongering stuff America is. It's not an A or B light switch brain thing. That sucks. That sucks more. That's it. Right. It's kind of like every single presidential election. <laughs> that sucks. That sucks more.
1: <laughs> right. Well, this one that sucks is more fun. The, the, the Trump option. Ele- I yeah, was trying
2: be turned around, you know, but it's just, it's an unmovable beast, man. It's big. It's the biggest country in population. They have. Uh, total control, and they right now, man, it is just everywhere. You know, Rona theater is over in most of the world except China. It mm. got worse. Oh, it, it's like shit out of some like comic book or something where all these people dressed in like white hazmat suits, like it's radiation poison, you know, <laughs> and they're beating the crowd with clubs and stuff. You go outside, you can be thrown in a van. I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah. China like
1: are China are they number three in nuclear weapons in the world? The third largest arsenal, behind us and Russia.
0: After Russia and then us and then them, right? Yeah, It's got a terrible gap
2: though. Like the the yeah. US, Very far Russia is number one, U.S. is two. I don't know if China. I would the assume they'd be the nukes yeah. made in China. Is them or agree. Israel? But Israel yeah, doesn't well, you know, acknowledge all of it. They don't they have nukes,
1: nukes, Ryan. Demona, yeah, shut they up. Don't have
2: Nuclear ambiguity. <laughs> it's just like they're Taiwan. They're the only, of, they're the only democracy
1: <laughs> surrounded by theocracies. Shut up.
0: Yeah, so Patrick, like you and I, I had you on my show a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about how, like, if you say that the Uyghurs are not being genocided, and then if you say, like, you know, um, the United States sailing warships through the Taiwan Strait is stupid and is aggressing the war close, you know, is escalating tensions as could lead uh, us to a war. Then that means you love China and you love the CCP and you love everything about Chinese culture. And it's just like, definitely, (laughs) but that's what they always say. Like, if you say there's no, there's no WMDs in Iraq, that doesn't mean Saddam Hussein is like some charitable, gracious leader who really takes care of all of his people and really like protects freedom and liberty and property rights or whatever. I mean, it's the light switch brain thing that Ryan's talking about. Like as soon as you say, no, that's not true. This is what's actually happening. Everyone's like, oh my God, you're a CCP simp. And it's like, no.
3: (laughs) The the other other thing that I've heard (laughs) the other thing that I've heard too is basically like, oh, well, so you admit you know, everything up to genocide is happening, but you know, everything else is true which which like it's like no that's not the point the point is is that i have no idea what's going on there but it's not genocide and you have no idea what's going on there but it's not genocide i mean i i haven't done like the the whole crimes against humanity thing and it's like well the icj hasn't either so i I don't know there's so much to this topic it's just you know that you have the UN going in Michelle Botch Botchley I think she's she's a South American she was like the the minister for human rights puts out this study and none of it is conclusive it's just like well this might be happening there we don't really know and and that's just the
2: whole point is that we don't know we can't trust after they put Saudi Arabia as the chairman of the Human Rights Board. Oh, the yeah, University. right. <laughs> well, and then people, people it, it's
3: a whole song and dance with what the UN says, too, because people will be like, oh, well, we can't trust the UN. And then other people will say, well, you know, whatever. You can't trust the UN. You can't trust anybody. You can't trust America. You can't trust the CCP.
1: Trust the plan.
2: Trust trust the trust, trust the it's plan. like, you yeah. know what human rights violations are without some authority telling you, right? Right. Like, I don't need the State Department to list MEK as a terrorist organization. They commit acts of terrorism. They're a terrorist organization, even if America doesn't acknowledge it. It's like, are you chopping off heads and hands and bombing things? Yeah, okay, you're a terrorist. It's amazing to me that people are like, well, the UN hasn't said that I'm like, dude, use common sense. <laughs> that's all you got to do <laughs> now people people confuse the word genocide like legally what it means with kind of just in it language colloquial like, means is like genocide is total annihilation of a people well, that hasn't happened but cultural genocide there are different levels of genocide you can argue uh they're on that path or not i i don't think so um same with Armenian genocide like was it genocide or mass murder like well it's genocide because mass murder is genocide if you wipe out an ethnic group from a certain area that is genocide uh but they people think genocide means like what happened to American Indians like in some cases 100% dead well yeah that's also genocide but that's at the most extreme end of it um really yeah, there I are mean, five twitter five had a categories. genocide of uh of people with triple digit IQs Right, I want my right of return. I feel like a Palestinian over here. Like, where's my right of return? You got all these double digiters up there tweeting back and forth nonsense. It's like, oh. man, well, how cool would this be if an adult was allowed in the room? But they pulled your account. They did. They smallpox me. They gave me the blankets. My account just went under. They took all the potatoes away. Fucking um,
1: smallpox, them Reed.
2: They potato. They monkeypox, Twitter. Yeah, they, oh, too. what happened to that, by the way, right? Remember monkeypox? Well, they took
1: all the monkey pox and injected it up Fauci's ass and it's gone. Okay. It's still he there, it's just, it out. He's going go to go to a wet market and fart it out into bat soup and release it into the atmosphere. <laughs>
2: <laughs> monkey really pox went away as fast as stop Asian hate, right? Yeah. They had this big thing of stop Asian hate from like one incident of some white guy that went around, shot uh happy ending workers or whatever. And then they couldn't find anything else. But there's video of a different ethnic group just punching Asians out cold and stuff. But that didn't fit in the narrative. And with monkeypox, it was like, well, it's a lot of homosexuals getting monkeypox. So that's not their narrative. Like, if it was being spread by straight white guys, we would never hear the end of it. But the stop Asian hate and the monkeypox disappeared because privileged classes were, you know, disproportionately involved in it. So like, you don't really care about Asians because they are being targeted, knocked out and stuff. It's just not by whites. They didn't give a fuck. They just wanted to bash Whitey, and that's all that was. It was in like Epic Games went all over. It was in the movie Venom. They had a clip in there about stop Asian hate. It's like it looks so awkward. He's like that thing faded away in two weeks, but it was like boom. It was all over Twitter, all over TikTok, all that. It's like yeah, everyone can get behind that. I I obviously don't hate Asians, right? No, you shouldn't hate anybody except for redheads. Um, <clears throat> but we're talking about people, you know, no people
1: yeah and, um, or, or commies right redheads are commies
2: well i mean i already just said we're only talking about human beings <laughs> <laughs> i mean i guess redhead is sort of like a hominid creature it is uh, a mutation of like something that will, it's got you know legs and stuff but like it was a communist David like you know David Brady in the chat. Like, yeah. the it doesn't have a soul yeah he doesn't have a soul
3: <laughs>
2: lacking the soul they have reverse soul, actually. It's less than no soul. <laughs> no,
1: and they don't have Thomas soul.
2: <laughs> they don't. Thomas soul is like, he's got, he's soul. got more soul than James Brown. I hope he's that's a soul
1: not man. Capitalism, Dude.
2: capitalism. Yeah. Dude, can you do Thomas soul? Can you do it?
1: I, I got to work on it, man. I've only started watching some of his stuff. Um, Dude. I, I'll work
2: you, on a Thomas soul I you. miss Liberty pin. Like, how did that wasn't that long ago. Like I grew up with that kind of stuff and whatever about William F. Buckley, whatever, but you could have like long form conversations about politics and get guests on there. Like Thomas Sowell. Yeah. You, nowadays, it's even like the Hunter story. It's like five minutes on Tucker and on to the next thing. There is no in-depth discussion about any of this stuff. And it's because generation Adderall wouldn't watch it.
1: Generation. Generation. Boy, that's <laughs> no really. That's, I mean, these ADHD the
2: kids would be should oh, be yeah, like, right, they're right, they're right, where's the lasers and right, the eagle? Ah, right. if it's not an MTV music video, I mean they can't sit through it. You send something uh, like watch this talk by Thomas Sol and like all right, all right, it's too long.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh we got a request: can Trump get my Chicago conventions to invite Julian Hillard? So that as a fan of him, I can meet this child star in their conventions next year. Do <laughs> it. Do whatever you want with that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ronwell, just tweet at me, man. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Um, I don't know about these child stars, okay? I don't know what's going on here. But just tweet that at me, and we'll uh, figure something out. All
0: right.
1: InfoWars.com. Um,
0: we have one other super <laughs> chat here. This is from what we were talking about earlier. But Con conra uh conrail says fun fact zionism originated from a form of christianity in europe no, it didn't. Um, no it didn't yeah zionism <laughs> comes from judaism <laughs> um
2: People think Theodore Herschel and all they have a weird origin. I mean, Zionism is as old as Judaism. There's always been a faction that believe they're God's chosen people, divided the world in the Jew and Gentile. They did that. Nature didn't do that. They did that to themselves. It's a self-alienating ideology to put your group on a pedestal and you know have different laws for yourself versus outsiders. The good thing, though, is like people today they don't follow the Torah. Christians don't follow the Bible, Muslims don't right. follow the Quran. That's a good thing. Like, if you were going to really follow the Bible, we should have a monarchy. We should have divine right of kings. People could get stoned to death. Uh, you know, animal sacrifices, all kinds of crazy shit. You'd go to jail for if you acted like that now. But that's the stonings not how you might are not now.
0: be the stonings might not be the worst idea in the world. To be honest, you know, like maybe we should just throw <laughs> those back for some some punishments. What do you think, we're Eric? Burning witches,
2: you know, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, I mean. Uh, Right now in Infowars, we got Roger Stone selling his stones at stonings.com. You can get them for ten ninety nine right now. They're signed by Roger Stone, and then you can use them to stone your favorite uh, witch if you want to do that. Well,
2: nowadays, <laughs> uh, half of California is stoned all the time. They're stoned all the time. Hey, Pat, have you
1: seen any of the stuff about uh, DeSantis during his time at Gitmo as a JAG?
3: Yeah, like, I have. So oh, actually. yeah. So one of the things EA yeah, Ye did- brought up was how they're using somebody to uh, – that it's the DeSantis campaign that's trying to sabotage Trump. Or do you remember that part of the whole interview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that peaked up my interest.
1: Wait, what, yeah, I, so, I missed that part. Was that on Emmerich?
3: Yeah, Green yeah, Green yeah. Jones better than I do.
0: Yeah, no, he was what saying... He say? I mean, it was just a comment that I remember, but he said, like, he said, "I love Trump. You know, I went to talk to Trump because I love him. You have people coming after Trump like DeSantis is being set up to destroy Trump or something along."
3: Yeah, by those the lines. establishment. Yeah. Yeah. Which
0: if you look at who's lining up behind DeSantis seems to be, you know, yeah, I think I mean, he I've said for a long time, I think DeSantis is uh more preferable to the establishment than Trump because even though Trump nine times out of 10 would do whatever the hell they asked him to. There was that one time where he would be like, kind of, eh, Hey, I don't know about this. I like, need have like,
1: me, he <laughs> was like, BB, maybe we should stop the settlements. Ooh, he didn't like that. didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one time out of 10. Where he yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> he well, the, know. You know. the first
2: foreign leader to, to congratulate Joe Biden was BB. Yeah. Dude, and I like the that. that B.B. better than Netten Cause B.B. in Arabic means woman of the house. <laughs> well, he's trans. BB's trans,
1: folks. I got the documents.
2: He's a trans semite. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: yeah. But um, no, yeah, that's true. He crossed the king when he congratulated Brandon. He said, he's he's an asshole. When he gave the interview afterwards, he said, fuck him. I gave him everything. Daddy Adelson gave me hundreds of millions of dollars and I gave Israel everything.
2: Okay? Well, it's the frog and the scorpion. Right. Why'd you sting me? You're the gay frog. The yeah, the gay frog and the gay scorpion. Right. So Patrick, Hello. what
0: do you what do you think? Did you see I forget who it was? It was from uh, Empire Files though. Um, what's, yeah, what's yeah, Abby was Martin's Ice husband?
3: Left, Ice left podcast is what's yeah, Abby yeah. Martin's
0: husband's name? I keep forgetting his name all the time. Mike Preisner. Mike yes, Preisner. He Pryzner, was interviewing yeah. the the Gitmo detainee who so, so far this is only eyewitness account, right? There hasn't been any further corroboration that this is actually true. It's just eyewitness so far about but basically there's people saying that DeSantis, it's known he was at Gitmo, but people are saying that he was actually overseeing torture in Gitmo and was actually kind of like telling people to torture people harder. And he was laughing at them so far. It's just eyewitness accounts. So it's worth whatever it's worth. But um, it is interesting. But what do you think, Patrick?
3: Yeah. I mean, on the one hand, it's like there's obviously there isn't enough there to really convict him of anything. I mean, if this were a regular court, um, I mean, I think that the the test or at least the what the eyewitness said could be corroborated by certain things. Like it's not disputed that Ron DeSantis was at Guantanamo Bay. It's not disputed the time that he was there. And as far as I know, it's not disputed that the witness was there at the same time. Because he was there from, I don't know, 2004 until 2016 or something like that. Um, So I I think what you would have to do is to get more corroborating witnesses. I'm sure there's documentation that Ron DeSantis was there. I'm sure, I mean, there's probably, what, surveillance footage from Guantanamo Bay? and Maybe it's deleted at this time, or I don't know what the data retention policy is.
2: The cameras didn't work. Murray. I'm they sure the Epstein,
3: but the the story. I mean, the story essentially is, or the charge, the allegations is, are that uh Ron DeSantis, he was a JAG officer at the time, and that he had. I think he had gone to Fallujah first, but they go into a bit of his background, and that he basically had like pencil pushing jobs, and then all of a sudden someone entrusted him with either going to Fallujah. I think it was Fallujah first. And there, he demonstrated the fact that he was a yes man, according to um, at least one of the people that Mike Prisner interviewed. That officially, the role of a JAG officer is to ensure that the U.S. Ar- or military is in compliance with human rights. However, de facto, what they actually do is to make sure that the U.S. military doesn't get out of tr- doesn't get in trouble for war crimes. Right. So they oversee all the, the situation reports and things like that and say, here here's how you could phrase this so that you don't end up in Geneva. you know. Um, right. So basically um, that he was so good at what he did at green lighting and greasing the skids for whatever his commander wanted him to do that he, he got awarded with the Guantanamo Bay assignment and that he went there under the guise of uh, protecting the detainees human rights. So he would go and tell the detainees that he was there to make sure that their rights were being respected. And so you need to tell me what the worst infringements of your rights are and the what is hardest for you to deal with. Because at the time there was a hunger strike going on and it was a pretty unified, serious hunger strike going on among the detainees. And so... The, the guy that Mike Preisner was interviewing said that he told he felt like and a lot of the detainees felt like they could trust Ron DeSantis and basically they told him that it was sleep deprivation that was the hardest thing to deal with. And so all of a sudden after they all confided in him, the uh, the jailers instituted policies that made it much harder for them to sleep like playing really loud music in the night throughout the night. And things like that. One thing that I did find interesting in the interview is that, uh, I, I, I Mansour, I think his name was, um, he, he, Mike led him with his questioning a little bit. It wasn't him that first mentioned the name DeSantis. It was Mike that first mentioned the name DeSantis, which is. Just as an attorney, it's just it's something that I think about leading the witness. Leading the witness. And and I think uh, you know, a jury would definitely key me. into that.
1: Part of me, Pat, that would like to think that one of the brothers yacked up insure all over DeSantis's uniform. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know? Yeah, part of me too. Or, be or a good they y- threw feces at him. It'd
1: be a fun <laughs> gag at a campaign event when he does run, show up with a bunch of insure bottles Ventura. and spit, spit it at him.
2: <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> Doesn't, Doesn't it suck? That- that- this is our choices again. Yes, yeah. it does. Because, why, like, Ryan? if, if, where if are we, we? don't have a break in the media. We're always going to get clowns. You can't. We're only so we far have in our people. Own end zone. Yeah, I that's know. We one, have our the, our, the Rand there. Pauls, the Masses, the gabbards that's One of my favorite
1: Dawsonisms.
2: Dude, you got to hear the Texas speech because I went down a whole list of we're so far in our own end zone things. (laughs) Yeah.
1: MTG is looking incredible. We're so far in our own end
2: zone. Yeah. Herschel Walker is like, that's today, right? Literally in um, our end zone, Ryan. Like, (laughs) you know, this is how how bad is it? Well, you know, about half the country is like biting tooth and nail, hoping Herschel Walker becomes the senator just to save (laughs) us.
1: Walker, in twenty twenty four, bipartisan end zone Dude.
2: Why not? You know, is this yeah. like fracking and abortions. You know, this is it's that day I woke up to the news that they'd spent thirty million dollars on crack pipe distribution, oh, free yeah. crack pipes. Not that was an initiative bad. by Hunter. Gunther, I thought, man, that so R- B is going to have a hard time topping.
0: Yeah, they and could reality. well, like, how they don't do even they, have to top it, they could just like copy and paste it right they, over to the Babylon, they just, and it's they just already satire. This it. yeah, is like this
2: actually happened. Like, we give up on satire. This is this is here. You you go know, go Kamala oh, Harris, just any speech she's ever given, oh, yeah, you can't in the most sardonic way ever match the significance of the passes of time or Ukraine is a big country or any of the Kamala isms. She makes George Bush seem like an intellectual giant. Yeah, dude.
0: I remember like when George W. Bush was the dumbest thing in politics. And then after him, it was Sarah Palin, And then after him, uh, then after her, it was Trump. And then after him, it was Biden. And once we got to Biden, I was like, we can't go any lower. Like, this is the
2: bottom. Oh, no. And then we had Fetterman. (laughs) Yeah, that Jean-Pierre, what's-her-face, the fucking press secretary. I thought that's that's got to be the bottom. She's got to be the bottom. But then there's Fetterman.
1: Well, Dr. Levine, I might add Dr. Frankenstein. I mean, Dr. Levine. Dr. (laughs) Dr. Frankenstein. (laughs) She's talking about puberty blockers. She's Chief. pretty bad, but man.
2: <clears throat> so, S- Senator, me, Senator Paul. hello, good night, everyone. Just,
0: <laughs> Senator Paul, are you thinking about throwing your hat in the ring for the presidential race now that this could be a wider primary field?
1: it's well, certainly something I'm thinking about. I mean, when I'm doing my lawn care and my trimmings sometimes violate the nap and I aggress my neighbor with the bark mulch, I say, maybe I should be President. But obviously, I'm very happy to be here, and I'd rather be down in Guatemala giving free cataract <laughs> surgery to some of the believers down there. <laughs> i'd like I'd like to see Rand run. It'd be it'd be good to get him in there, but he oh,
2: I got a scenario though. This is, imagine January, the Republicans get in. And then they bring in, like Rand Paul said, we're gonna get answers about Fauci's royalties and so on. If they get any kind of consequence for Fauci, imagine putting that little goblin in jail. You could have a nice. president. You could have a president Paul. If he, he if he gets Fauci, he wins. Because the Sanchez big thing is he wasn't as bad on the virus, right? His other right. thing is he's kind of gone against big tech Trump didn't do that until he got personally banned right but right. Ron Paul can be like oh you're oh yeah yeah you taxed Disney um okay and <laughs> you only shut down in the beginning well Fauci's <laughs> in prison bitch oh,
1: yeah <laughs> it's just like
2: it, just all, it, they, it would never end I mean he would just have to Someone would have to, like, put those Thug Life glasses on them everywhere. Every <laughs> with, video.
1: And they, you know, DeSantis didn't talk about the puberty blockers down at the Magic Kingdom. They're <laughs> handing them out there like Pez candy, Pat. And I have a problem with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, I'd love to see Rand Paul make a I'd love yeah, to see uh, the Phoenix with Rand well, Paul, you know, like rise from the ashes again.
1: Let's war game it a little. You're going to have Haley up there who's Neocon peanac trash. You're going to yep. have Pompeii All the icky, who's... icky? Yeah. You're going to have the Pompeo. The one that is
2: Bukake in the Knesset? Oh, that,
1: that's, that's dark. <laughs> that's dark. You're going to have Oh, Pompeo, You haven't seen
2: my icky thing? Who's ne- I haven't. Who's Neil uh, Trash? You, you need to see the shoot Only Dawson videos. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. That'll be yeah, my, I'm not sure uh, I last, want to watch that one, to That'll be, be my
1: last big drinking night before I go on the sober train for six months on January 1st. Just call it an
3: icky-nicky. I'm doing that again. I quickly um, run to bed shoot over here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that.
1: Um,
2: we have a Christmas but, version coming out. <clears throat> hey, uh, yeah. we got
0: a request here, Eric.
1: Who's that, Dry Owl? Dry okay. Owl says... Eric in a Trump. Oh, I'm reading the teleprompter like Brandon. Now say you didn't shower with your daughter. End sentence. Pause. New sentence. <laughs> Ukraine. Hunter Biden. your Barisma. Okay, Dry Owl. How about this? You ready for it? Listen. You ready? Mexico will pay for the wall and the deep state. Hillary's going to prison. Trust the plan. Infowars.com. Okay. <laughs> Don't be afraid to Venmo me directly, Senator Jackman, eighty-six. Any any tips? Any impersonation requests? Hit me up on Venmo. I do take requests, and I'm a capitalist, guys. I like money. Okay, money's great. Money's good. It's how I paid for my love with Stormy Daniels. I gave her the best twenty-eight seconds of her life, Pat. Believe me.
0: Is uh, Christy Gnome thinking of running for president oh, or vice Noem president? Too. Yeah, for president,
1: well, you think? Uh, base potato lady, as my cousin yeah. calls her, <laughs> <laughs> base potato mommy. <laughs> Well, that's the thing I want to ask you guys too, Pat. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Pasta, who you had on recently, Reed, and Mike and I have had him on, Pasta of The Convo Couch, and AM Wake Up. Uh, he's doing a panel with Clint from Liberty Lockdown, Dave Smith, and Jimmy Dore. And he's kind of looking to create some synergy between liberty-minded people and then, you know, based progressives who are truly anti-imperialism and good on civil liberties. So what do you think about that?
3: Well, I think it's awesome. I mean, I, I think we need more of that synergy, and I know there's obviously there's some people that disagree with that. But I think that of, of all of the people in the anti-war crowd out there, base progressives are, I mean, frankly, they're better than people on the right. Now on other policies, they might not be better or they might be worse. Um, but I mean, I'm looking at the anti-war movement and it's people on the left that are better. They're just better.
0: You should clarify that, that, that there's like a hundred of them.
3: <laughs> yeah. Like, there's yeah. not a lot of them, yeah. but they are just in my Well, opinion. yeah,
1: Jimmy's, Jimmy's good. Jimmy Dore is good. Uh, I don't know if pasta considers himself on the left, but he's really good on the issue. He's big on election integrity, which he gets a lot of flack from uh, the left about, but he's very consistent about that. And then obviously we mentioned Mike Prisner, empire files, Abby and Robbie Martin. They're they're leftists, but they're really good. They're they're truly anti-imperialist, anti-war. So
3: I I think the thing, the distinguishing factor, one of them for me is just that they know their shit a lot right. better. I find, but right. well,
0: what I find is like actually like why I like Ryan so much is he's one of the right-wing guys who really really hates like John McCain and those types of people. Like so many of the right-wing anti-war people, they don't really hate the neocons that much a lot of them don't where like there's well, the left wingers like the good ones they really hate the neocons you well, know they've like done it's kind
1: their of homework. Rare. they don't yeah a lot of the people good. on the right don't know about pnac like like you said pat they actually don't really know they haven't looked too deeply into they've it. been
2: subverted by QAnon and all this retarded oh, stuff like, jimmy Dore, Dude, i'm this- glad he's anti-war and he's anti-woke and we have a lot of overlap but man when it comes to economics he's fucking lost
1: yeah. Well, that's where that's him and girl. Dave, were Dave Smith, where we're disagreeing. Yeah, um, Dave's
2: good on economics, but, or right? Better.
1: But I mean, I like to see where these conversations can go because we're all guilty of this. I'm guilty of it. We get into our echo chambers. We just talk to each other. We we don't branch out enough. So I think there's a lot of overlap, and and you're looking at the <laughs> largest what. <laughs>
2: I don't want an echo chamber. I was forced into one by getting banned on everything. Oh <laughs>
1: like, yeah, yeah. No, I was I talking awesome. to everybody. No, I know, because, dude. You, you know, talk to no.
2: anybody. Yeah, you are a free speed absolute. I'll talk to student. David Duke. I don't give a you. shit. Absolutely. I'm like, yeah, but I'm I mean saying- he's anti-war too. But it's he's one of those guys. It's like it doesn't matter if you're like good, 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 good on every position. If you're if you're racist or even an ex-racist, you're done. And that that does need to change. Like if someone used to be have some abhorrent opinion about race, whatever, and they change their mind. Let them change their mind. But it's the scarlet letter. It's the unforgivable sin. And what happens is they're like, well, you know, if they can't be Unless accepted. Unless you're Ukrainian
0: or Richard Spencer, then you're good. Uh, yeah, well, he
2: was always a leftist. <laughs> like you know, Bandera. <laughs> any, you know, any of these people that like maybe they had that opinion in, the, in the, the youth or whatever, and then they don't. But it's like it doesn't matter. You used to be that, so you're that for the rest of your life. So it causes them to just double down on it. Because then you know, at least they'll be accepted by that crowd or whatever. Um there needs yeah, to be so- a path to forgiveness for that. Like if Kanye had said that, like, look, even uh, you know, the N-word, the other N-word, Nazi, right? Um, even Zionists, like I know people who are total neocons who aren't at all anymore. Read, right? Like there are people yeah. who are completely right, like right. completely sold on that, are totally communists, and now they're now they're a normal person. Um, and there are also people who used to be racist and now aren't, but no, nah, that, that follows them around forever. And the thing is, like, if these racists were allowed on free speech platforms and had some dialogue, that would cure it for most right. of them. They have dumb ideas because they haven't heard better ideas. And when you force them into an echo chamber, right, it just it gets so it ends up like cozy, right? Like it's <clears throat> no one's allowed to to give them a counter narrative, they'll all dogpile that Mm -hmm. person because they live in their little land. But the moment they step out of the echo chamber, they got people throwing burgers at them.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree a hundred, like I like to talk to people on the left, but I think it's got to go both ways. Like it's very, it's weird. Like people tend to have an aversion to one or the other. Like, it's like, Oh, you can talk to these people, but you can't talk to these people. You can talk to these people. You can't talk to those people and it sucks like i mean I, people I get wish. mad
2: at me for talking for arguing with racists i'm like yeah but i had so many emails when i went on heel turn i had like a three-hour debate with six people of like young men that i saved from falling into that I'm like that's gonna ruin your life you're gonna get kicked out of school you're gonna be unhirable you're gonna get kicked mm. off paypal dah, 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 dah. but you know, the ADL and all my enemies would be like, well, you talked to Dr. Duke or you talked to Mike Enoch or whoever. I'm like, yeah, but I didn't agree with them on it on any of that, you know, but just that you're not allowed to talk to them. I'm like, well, then how, you know, I'm also talking to their audience. Their whole audience is hearing in my anti-racist argument, too. And it works. It's like I talk to penitards like these 9-11 deniers that would say <laughs> there were no planes or whatever. I hate doing it. It is a headache for me, trust me. But in doing so, it switched a lot of people. Like, you got to have dialogue with the people you disagree with. Yeah. And they don't allow, there's just some things like, no, you, you're platforming that person. Like, no, I'm not. They're saying their idea. I'm usually on their show anyway.
1: Well, they're assuming you co-sign everything that they believe. And we run into this right. read just because you yeah, talk yeah. to somebody or you've met someone or had a picture with somebody. You automatically believe everything that that person believes and they've ever said in their life. You believe. I did that mind. with Nick Fuentes. That's I took that picture with yeah, him because
0: right. I had Patriot J, who's a black guy who was with he me. So he's, I was like, Patriot dude, we've got to take a picture of the two of us with Nick Fuentes. Like this will just break people's brains. And so I did. And then, of course, it did break. Did he grab him? his right.
2: butt? No, just kidding. <laughs>
1: Well, that, like when I posted my picture with Marjorie Taylor Green at the Capitol and I said we did our little mini J6 here with Primetime 99 here at the Capitol, I had one of my old teachers comment on it basically saying you should have spit on her. You know what I mean? Yeah, that wow, kind of great. shit. Yeah. So I posed for a picture with MTG and, you know, I, I believe everything she does. It's just people are it's tough, man, to break through. But it, it's important that the, the point I'm trying to drive home here is I like to see, like you said, Pat, what they're what they're going to be doing. Libertarian Party is the third largest national party in the United States. They're going to get a lot of exposure in the next election. They're going to get on some big platforms. And I think it'll be great to see Jimmy Dore kind of people uh, coalesce around this issue of anti-imperialism and anti-war and find common ground and put that alternative forward to the people. And media systems, too, Ryan, because that helps propel more independent media systems like you're always talking about where we can... Well, they're, more they're
2: insulated, you know, even like... <clears throat> I feel like Jimmy Dore, if if the format was different and he could just sit down with him and correct him on economics, he's intelligent enough to go, okay, like, he changed my mind. That's that. Same thing with Tim Pool. Like, if I could sit down and tell him how retarded he is on the American Civil War, right? I think he would, it would just he's not like so egotistical that he just can't be wrong. He'd be like, all oh, right, I didn't know any of that. And now you change your mind. Right. But the kind of people that really need to talk to these kind of people have no access to them. They're surrounded. You know, they got a little posse. They're in a on their show. They're, They're all liberals, you know, or whatever. They're all, whatever the brand is. And they don't let anyone inside. Same thing with Joe Rogan. Like Jamie makes his guests. Jamie's a hardcore liberal. All the guests are liberal. He's had like four conservatives ever. <clears throat> because they don't want them him talking to those people, but every time he does, like when he had, I guess Jordan Peterson's conservative, yeah. or whatever, he it I, was like his best show in his own. He had online. Eye Patch.
1: He had Eye Patch McCain on.
2: Yeah, yeah you know no. what?
0: You know what? One of the
2: but best. you know Abby Martin got on and like the first person mm-hmm. ever to talk about Palestine and Joe Rogan, even though she just learned about it, was on Joe Rogan's show with Abby Martin. I'm yeah, like, yeah, was, well, I mean, I'd love to see gordian and Livy or Grant Smith or someone like that on knows it way better than she does. But you know, I'll take it as a W. But because she's on the left, she was allowed to talk to Rogan. They, the you know, the anti-war left can talk, but he's not gonna have Grant Smith on his show. But can you imagine came at or like Scott awesome. Horton or 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 me like we, talking we of- to Rogan about these wars? We'll never it'll never will never be on Tim Pool Rogan or any of that. We so the left needs world. to be accepting of the right. I think the right That's is willing to talk to was them. Saying. That's what it's the other was way saying. around.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I thought, uh, and I think you'll agree with this, Patrick, and I, I think all you guys will agree with this. Uh, even though Ryan doesn't have Twitter, so he he's seeing it secondhand. But when we tweeted out the Happy Holidays tweet, that brought. Really based anti-war people out from both sides. Like it was really obvious, like who was okay with that and who was like, uh, this went too far. And it was kind of interesting to see who, but you had like actually one of the Tim Pool people, Cassandra McDonald. I don't really know too much about her, but she was like, This is awesome. Fuck this guy, he's one of the worst people who's ever lived. And then you had like Caitlin Johnstone, and then you had Sticks, Sticks and Hammer. <laughs>
2: john mccain's still dead anniversary right yeah i, I even made <laughs> I it teacher. the thing <laughs> is so i can't i can't post them i used to put the mccain stuff on when i had twitters i had like 12 of them a race in a row i just gave up on it but like what? that idea could have been out there years ago yeah but it's like the the influencers that come up with these things aren't allowed to talk I'm glad that was like, I'm like, well, someone else do it then. You know, I can't do it. Someone else do it. It went got national news.
0: Yeah. Well, see, if I had tweeted that from my personal account when I had it, it wouldn't have gone anywhere. Uh, But because it was from a libertarian official account, it Mm -hmm. fucking blew up and ended up all over the news. But it's it was an amazing moment.
2: you, You mean you gave it to the person that runs that account? Right, 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 right. Yeah, they gave it to you had them do, gave it yeah. to the <laughs> I tried to start the libertarian party in North Carolina. It lasted a day. And that was that. Is there. No,
0: <laughs> is there no Twitter for them? Do they have one or you, you just made? They got one. Right? Now,
2: after I had yeah. that name, they went and grabbed it. But it was like, I had that name for a day and they banned my account and I'd only posted like two things. Yeah. One of them were raw documents, of the nine eleven. That probably probably that didn't did help
0: things. Good excuse to put the kibosh
2: to it. But I'm like, these are our government's own papers. Just No one looks at the, the press doesn't report on it. Same with JFK. Like our own government's conclusion is that multiple shooters were involved in Daily yeah. Plaza. That is the Congress's own official record. James Corbett and I talked about that. And uh, Bill Still and I have talked about that. Piper and I have talked about that. People don't know that. They're like the Oliver Stone film or whatever. like oh oh, oh, the grassy knoll. Like, yes, there was a shooter in the grassy knoll. That's got acoustic evidence for that. Our own government determined that. And people are like, oh, official story. Like, no, the official story is multiple shooters. Do you not even look at it? And September 11th, our JAS report flat out shows the financing of hijackers and state sponsorship and stuff. It doesn't matter. The press is uninterested in that. And the alternative news is afraid to touch it basically because Alex Jones made it, you know, covered it in so much retard sauce that no one wants to be associated with nine eleven truth because it's a bunch of, <laughs> you know, Richard Gage types. And so... No one wants to, to lay down with uh, the retards on that. You know, it's kind of like the QAnon. They're, they're very against election fraud and stuff. But you get people like Jack Posobiec or whatever saying, yeah, was a big shootout in a server farm in Germany. And like, no, it wasn't. It was not. And like, you're exaggerating. The it. They just did this. They tried to build a, a bridge between Epstein and Balenciaga um, through Rachel Chandler. And I'm like, she doesn't mm-hmm. work there. Like, yeah, she was involved in Epstein, but. And there is a bridge to Balenciaga, but that isn't the one. They get everybody barking up the wrong tree, and it ruins it for everyone else. But again, this is because of the people running social media. They decide who's on, who's off, and whose volume's up, and whose volume is down. Free speech should be an inalienable right, as it's written in the Bill of Rights. Everyone should be allowed on social media who's not breaking the law. And you shouldn't have a dial turning things up or down. It should just be even. I don't think we'll ever have that, though.
0: So, uh, Ryan, I think I sent it to you. Did you see who the... So, obviously, um, Elon had Matt Taibbi tweet all the stuff out. Did you see the other person that he leaked the information to?
2: Was it Barry Weiss? Barry Weiss. Oh, man. I need to replay your woodshed. (laughs) Can I give you the, like, 20-minute one of that seven-hour one, and you can play it whenever, (laughs)
0: Yeah, just send it that, to me. I'll, that
2: girl, uh, I think she has this longest or second longest woodshed. I'm going to have to start on the cozy people today since they banned me. I told them, like, uh, y'all haven't seen me be nasty yet. You mm-hmm. don't know what woodshed Ryan's like, is. Ryan's like, I'm
1: being nice.
2: I was <laughs> being, nice. I'm being nice. I defended Ye and Fuentes. have have been very nuanced when they did the right thing. Like, I don't think they should be banned. I don't think he incited violence. I don't think either one of them should be banned. I believe in free speech. I think it's completely unfair what they've done to Fuentes, kicking him off YouTube, kicking him off Twitter, kicking him off PayPal and everything else. Airplanes. Mm. That was because of a stunt he did. About it. Like, they shouldn't be doing that to anybody who isn't breaking the law. And it's like, you're just going to make him quadruple down on it. Like, he's got this group of losers surrounding him. The great and of- he doesn't have an ability to get out of that because he's uh, shunned from everything else. And if you just giving him a path, like just give him a Twitter right now, he'll behave because he doesn't want to lose that. Like financially is I know he's lost. I mean, the dude was making four grand a stream four grand. Yeah. When he had a YouTube now, even with Kanye, he'll get maybe 20,000 live, you know, usually around five or six. Like, fuck, we used to get 15. and I only had like 80,000 followers. Uh, but we could get 15K live because it was on YouTube, right? You get rid of YouTube, fucking no one's watching Rumble or Odyssey. Not really. No, yeah. Like they're there. They've, they're have they bigger than they used to be. But like the standard person wants to watch a video on their phone, just go to, to YouTube app and watch YouTube. They're addicted to it. They have a monopoly. We should have antitrust laws. We should break them up or force them to obey the constitution. Like you cannot, if these are your rules and this is your contract, you define hate speech by inciting violence towards these different groups, which you should just say toward anybody. And they don't incite violence toward any of these groups and you cannot ban them for hate speech. But they do. Hate speech is just an all encompassing excuse to get rid of any content they disapprove of. Oh, you're conservative? Gone. You're libertarian? Gone. Oh, you're talking about the Israeli state? You're out of here. Oh, you're not pro Ukraine enough, you're out of here. You don't Yeah, you made a good point back when
0: you made Trying a good point back when you out. got banned that it's not about section 230, it's about breach of contract because you it sign is. you sign a term of agreement and then they ban you for arbitrary shit sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they don't even tell you why the they ban you. Section
2: 230 <laughs> is one of these things that went around with the Q and stuff too. Like section 230 protects YouTube from being sued for the stuff you say like they're not liable for what all their users say right right so it's good for them to have section 230 otherwise if they didn't they'd ban everybody because it's like well if i'm not immune to what other people are saying if i'm going to pay the price for defamation and stuff that other people say then none of these people get to talk they have 230 so that they can allow people to talk the problem is the contract they say here's our terms of service a b c d and one of them is hate speech which is defined by advocating violence towards, and they list a bunch of different minority groups, doesn't include whites. Well, no one was doing that. No one's saying kill the such and suches or anything like that. But if you point out that, you know, the Israeli state bulldozes down homes, hate speech. You have Ahmed Timimi on? Hate speech. I had a video called Palestinians are people too. Hate speech, right? You have a video criticizing Maxwell and Epstein for raping kids? Oh, you're bullying I mean, the yeah, we got
0: bullying. Eric and I got uh, a <clears throat> video removed on uh, Kyle Matovic's show for talking about Epstein. We got it was removed for bullying.
2: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. They're <laughs> like, "Well, we'll flag you for bullying," and because YouTube's also run by a bunch of pedophiles, they get butt hurt when you go after pedophile rings. Like Twitter, pre Elon, you couldn't say the word groomer. Think about that, and like, and then lo and behold, you had hundreds of thousands of people sharing. Uh, underage porn and these giant DM rings on Twitter where they discovered it and got rid of it. There were journalists that were following that and like screaming into the wind. And finally, Elon's like, Who are the ones we have to go after? They're like, Here's all the big ones, cancel them. And he did. But I'm like, Cancel them, prosecute them. Yeah, that's illegal. I mean, that ain't, I'm glad they're off Twitter, but they'll just move over to whatever or they'll build a new one. They'll just go over to Meta and do it. They don't care about pedophiles on Facebook. We need to protect our children from the hormone blockers and the, these weirdos shaking their nuts at their face at transgender story time, which is just a, like pushing an agenda. It has nothing to do with reading books. You know, it's gotten to the point where parents are like, Can, Is my kid safe at school? Or are you going to go in? They saw some of the crap they're being fed when they're on, when the Rona theater was going around, they all had to do Zoom. And it's just CRT and all this crap and guilt. I mean, you send a kid to college, they come back dumber than they were before they left and a nose ring and purple hair and they're just totally indoctrinated. And it's gotten like that on universities. And it's that whole, that adage, uh, the most intolerant wins, right? You yeah. need to be intolerant. You need to be intolerant of shit that just shouldn't be, right? Don't be like, oh, I'm going to be open-minded. Like, no, no, kids yeah. can't consent. So you cannot change their sex or chop off their penis or anything. You cannot do that to children. You cannot sexually exploit children and you cannot protect the people who are doing that to kids. But they do. I mean, this is how deep in our own end zone we are. We have to argue about yeah, it's an prosecuting pedophiles.
1: Shouldn't even be an argument.
2: You know who ought to be castrated and put on hormone blockers? Pedophiles. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Patrick, have you guys dealt much with censorship over the libertarian Institute? Like what, what's been the hot topics that you guys, it, it hasn't, or have you no. like, mostly flown under the radar or.
3: Yeah. For the most part. I mean, I, we don't, I mean, at the Institute, we don't do a whole bunch of like cultural commentary or, or really touch that topic specifically so much. Uh, I know that Keith of all of us, maybe Keith and Tommy are the ones who touch these topics the most, uh, but I know like the core of our coverage is really foreign policy.
2: It all mm-hmm. relates though, because these wars yeah. create the conditions of, uh, you know, serve or starve. Like a lot of Iraqis were mm-hmm. selling their kids to rich Arabs from the outside because they didn't want them to starve to death from Clinton sanctions. Half a million children starved to death and they were selling their kids into sex slavery because at least they'll get to live. Yeah, it does, it does all relate it is the war like <clears throat> it starts with the lie and then it goes to the war and then the war create, obviously, death, destruction and all that. But it, it, it destroys economies, which creates black markets for human trafficking, organ trafficking, mercenary soldiers, all this other shit derived from the wars, as well as the starvation and, and disease and things that wouldn't exist had it not been a war or blown up their infrastructure, or blow up their sewage treatment centers like we did in Iraq. <clears throat> but all that starts with the lie. And the lie, whether it's about WMDs or babies on incubators or pre-crimes or gassing your own people, whatever the bullshit is, is reiterated by mass media. And our entire mass media is Zionist-occupied. So, of course, they're going to lie and get us involved in wars with Israel's enemies in the Middle East. All that shit stops if you just tell the fucking truth. Like, without their ability to deceive... The evil has no power for the murder and rape and the rest of it that comes after. You have to strike the root. The truth will set you free, right? Well, tell the truth where because it's not going to be on the three-letter networks. These are billion-dollar industries run by Zionists. That's not going to change. Social media was the only place, and now they're working with the FBI and stuff, as we see. Like Elon needs to keep his promise for general amnesty. And I promise you, if he unbans everybody just as quickly as we got rid of pedophilia, we could end all this shit in a month. If the truth got out, if the truth got out for even a fucking day, if you had five minutes to tell the basic couch potato Sally soccer mom, Joe six pack, what the fuck's going on in the world about Ukraine, about any of these conflicts, just sit down and go, they had a coup in Maidan and just walk through, right? If they would just do that once, we wouldn't have these fucking wars. No, we wouldn't have sanctions starving kids. Show the pictures of the babies in Yemen with the ribs poking out uh, in the little diapers and stuff, their bones just wasting away. That shit would end if people saw it. But it's out of sight, out of mind. They don't cover it. We could, if we have free speech, I'd be doing that every day. If I have a Twitter, I would find a new picture of babies starving in Yemen and going, this is going on in Yemen day, whatever, you know, just keep that number bigger, still being ignored, still being ignored, still being ignored. That's why I'm not allowed on these things. But I realize you have to show people you can write about it all day. The problem with people, the disconnect with low IQ people lack imagination right? That's why they have no spatial intelligence. So they, and it, a lot of this is because the way we're raised is TV and Netflix, or whatever they see everything and they're never exercising. Their imagining. They're not reading a book and imagining the whole thing in their head. It's just given to them from the screen, from their cell phone, from the TV, from whatever. Right? So <clears throat> the sad thing is when you're talking about starvation in Yemen, to use my example, you have to fucking show them kids with their eyes sunken and the ribs poking out and desperate mothers and stuff. They have to see it. You have to see Palestinians with the legs blown off and stuff. And then the, that's like, wake up call motherfucker. Yeah, you're doing that. You're paying for that. Get right. pissed off about it. Cause if, if they just hear, Oh, you know, a bus blew up 65 people died. It's Like the Joker said in Batman, they don't bat an eye. Cause they can't see it. Like when you or I hear that, we're like, Holy fuck. That's 64 families that are missing children. Like it really hurts. It really sinks in because we have the ability to put ourselves in someone else's shoes. How do you do that? You do that through your imagination. I don't mean creativity. I mean, imagine like, okay, what if I was there and and a bus blew up and my son was dead? Like it's horrifying. Hits you right there. But people who lack that skill, you have to show them. And like, I'm like, I don't, you can write all these articles. Great. It's good talking to each other, but if you really want to affect the masses, show them photographs of what's going on, then write your article. Cause that man, if they knew, if they, I don't think people in America are just immoral and heartless. I think they're ignorant. If they were able to see the shit, the media will not let you see, like look at the heart. Look at, check this out. What's the one horror you can talk about that you see endless photos and films of. It's considered the most evil thing in the world, right? The thing that happened in World War II. They show you those dilapidated bodies, they show you those pictures, and rightly so. Everyone condemns the Holocaust as they ought to. But why aren't we seeing that with the two yeah. million people we killed in Vietnam? Or the, you know, like, yeah. why don't we see that? We yeah. never see the pictures. If some guy took a picture of coffins with American flags draped over it and got fired for just showing the boxes because you know there's bodies in there. Right? They don't see what we're doing. A little bit of pictures got leaked out by people like Sy Hirsch on Abu Ghraib. The most mild stuff. And guess what happened? The whole world turned against the Iraq War. Everyone agrees the second Iraq War was the worst. Why? Because photos went out of Abu Ghraib. They saw it. Look at Ro- Iraq War One, Just as horrible. Highway of death. Starvation. Sec- they didn't see the photos because the internet wasn't around in 91. And so everyone supported that. The second war came out early Internet, got the photos out and people opposed Bush's war. And that's yeah. why they couldn't get boots on the ground see Syria because they saw it. So now they decided, hell no, we got to get a hold on social media, too. We can't have people sharing pictures of children and stuff and what they're doing. Right. They even the video the Nazis put out in Ukraine, shooting people to the knees and throwing naked bodies into ditches. They said that was the Russians doing it. No, it wasn't. That was Ukrainian. Nazis that we paid for from Azov and right sector and others, they're the ones that were doing that. That's why they went back to butcher because after Lehman, they, these people were so stupid. They, their cell phone cameras came out. The Russians captured them, got the video footage. Like, look at what they did. Look at what they did. Did they play that on any of the networks? Fuck no. Did they allow it on Twitter? No, like, there's no way to be on YouTube or Facebook, right? Twitter has to change. And I'm telling you now, man, if we get free speech, it is over for the neocons, for the pedophiles, for this evil, fucking corrupt, demonic cabal, whatever you want to call it. They have no power without deception. Perception. Deception. Yeah. Perception, well, it's, perception, it's perception, deception by deception. Yeah, right. Like exactly. that's what they do. The father of lies, John 8, right? Like John eight forty four, right? You, they can't tell the truth for there is no truth in them. And it's always screaming and pain, and they as they beat you, they always accuse others of what they're really doing themselves. You got to hear the Texas speech because I went all in. I'm gonna read it to maybe. Tomorrow. Amen. Yeah, it's fucking good. The audio recording was kind of shit, so I'm just gonna read the same thing verbatim. But like, this is how low tech I am. I just well, you know, no, you, <laughs> you hear, hear me at home, Ryan. That's it, dude. We all feel that, man. Dude, it, you stop the lies, you stop it all, and it all starts with media. I'm like, give me my fucking wings, you know, give me my Twitter back. And we'll fix this because if I'm back, means everybody else is back, you know. And like that—that's why reads banned. That's why I'm banned. It's why you're—you're you're probably going to get banned or whatever, you know. Like, if the ones that are really a threat to the system are the first to go. And I mean, uh, there are other people who are still a threat to the system that have gotten through the cracks or whatever. Like, that's all we have left, though. But man, if they brought him back, you know, just imagine if YouTube—if we just had free speech. They wouldn't be able to get away with lying to everybody about every conflict. We can't just rely on like Glenn Greenwald and like the few people out there willing to tell you the truth, like it ought to be everybody. But Mm -hmm. they don't let us talk.
0: Yeah. Well, that's why you got to find cracks through the system, like certain Libertarian Party affiliate accounts (laughs) That's the only way to get it out there. I really like the one
2: from New Hampshire. Yeah, they're Uh, pretty based for some
0: reason.
1: Yeah, we like the the Libertarian Institute too. They're very fine people over there, they
2: do great work. Antiwar.com was a godsend. Like early, I think I said this before we recorded, like Justin Raimondo did so much damage to the system. He was talking about the Office of Special Plans and Douglas Feith's stuff before people in the Pentagon even knew what it was. I mean, that guy was on top of it. He predicted the whole Ukraine conflict before he passed away. He goes, this is the future of war and what they're doing. He, he talked about the oxide poisoning and stuff. He talked about the coup. Like <clears throat> I miss him. I really, he was really a thought leader and he was the chief editor of anti-war.com. And, you know, it's like, I was like, we still got Scott, you know, like at least Scott Horton, like there's a lot of Jim Loeb. There's so many great writers on, on anti-war.com, but Let's not shit ourselves, dude. Justin Ramonda was here, and everyone else is around here.
1: Scott Horton yeah. is to be protected at all costs.
2: <laughs> he's up there too. You know, and so is you know, so is Scott Ritter. And I know what people criticize him for, but if you know what that actually was, it's not what people think it was. But even if he had done the things he's accused of, which he didn't, uh, it doesn't make him wrong on Ukraine. Like it just like I mean, this guy's a fucking serial killer and belongs in prison where he is. But it doesn't change what he said in his manifesto, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good way. That's a good place to fucking cap it off. I uh, I, I agree. Know. with I, I,
2: Lincoln. Is that what you said? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I uh, <laughs> I don't know. I needed this stream. I was feeling kind. Of, I've felt kind of uh, black pilled and hopeless lately because. Um, you know a lot has happened this year I've learned a lot this year and I've tried to you know point as many people in the right direction as I can this year I've tried to bring people like you Ryan and you Patrick and Scott Horton and Dave Smith and Spike Cohen and all these people who like know stuff about foreign policy and like what's going on in the world and uh, it's just so aggravating like you know I I hear what you're saying Ryan about like the fact that we just need to be able to get out there and say it but even like when my own family, I, I can't even like get all my own immediate family to pay attention to this stuff and to like care about it. Even though I, I send have a them. tactic
2: for that, like yeah. you can't talk to your family. Eric should talk to your family. Like someone that's not in the family has to talk to your family, and then you need to talk to their family because there's just a dynamic within a family that is like sometimes not going to work. Yeah,
1: we should have we should record Christmas greetings from Dawson. He reads part of it. Um, in, in Japanese and then he just fucking red pills about the war. Just
2: don't do my Al Qaeda Christmas album. <laughs> 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 Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 what was it? It was like uh, it was the jingle bells. Dashing through the homes, over children's bones. Oh, what fun oh. it is to laugh, take pictures with their phones. A chosen one, chosen one, it's them on display. We'll oh, play <laughs> human shields and they burn <laughs> their fields and take their land away. Hey. Oh. It was like, it is. It was like, on the US time, this land's all mine and God said it's okay. That, dude, that's hot fire, dude. Yay's going to, hey, don't let Yay hear that. Not, He's going to steal that. No, I, I have a real album. Like, I have he, a whole album. Will steal that. the Fireman. I'm you dreaming my new
1: rap album.
2: Uh, okay. uh, do you, what, what does your
1: family think about your activism, Pat, and what you do? Like, do they look at you like a weirdo or are they, they cool with what you're doing?
3: Well, yeah, I hear what
1: Reed's saying, I get what we saying. I mean,
3: it's, it's been, it's been, I don't know, six, six years now. And when I met my wife, I was not as into this. And on some level, there's been a little bit of like, you're not the same person kind of thing, but no one is the same person. Hmm. And uh, I mean, it's I've, I've, gotten a lot better at uh, partitioning things mm, balancing I guess my my biggest wish is that I could find a way to make as much money doing this as God. I do being a lawyer. and I don't <laughs> think that will ever happen so there's no money in this <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fucking not really
3: truth. yeah but uh, I, I try to do both and
2: sometimes it feels like I half ass both. Do you know any anti defamation lawyers? I'd like to sue the ADL for defamation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could sue the Anti Defamation League for defamation. defamation. Yep. Well, I'm a criminal defense
3: lawyer in family law right now. I've done personal injury before, some civil rights stuff,
2: but. Yeah, well, uh, it's a I'm,
1: but. I'm with you, Reed, on the white pill. I'm with you on
0: that. Yeah, no, this was good. It, I needed this. Um, it's easy I think what would. Tap it off perfectly is an inspiring uh, message from Governor Vese- uh, Jesse Ventura. We haven't heard from him all night, so I just want to hear some inspiring words <laughs> from him as we close out.
1: Well, I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned me, Reed. I've been waiting for you to mention me all night. I'm just sitting here with my pre Parkinson's, wondering when Reed's gonna call me. And it's the holiday seasons. I like the mask. I know I went a little boomer con with the COVID theater, but I'm still Jesse the body. I'm still based on a lot of things. I like Pat McFarlane. I want him in my side of the ring when I'm fighting the neocons and the warhawks and the China hawks and the CCP blamers on everything. Libertarian Institute does great work. Antiwar.com does great work. ANCReport.com does great work. You guys are be decomm- you should be commended for what you do.
2: <laughs> all is not lost how do you stay cross-eyed that whole time
1: <laughs> taking a, ryan i've taken a lot of chairs in the head <laughs> <laughs> Give we us can all agree America.
2: it was not as bad as j6 when six million police officers were killed with fire extinguishers <laughs> he went boomer on that too he was like, oh yeah, it's all the,
1: the capital. Like, like, he gets, he gets a, he gets a pass on some of his boomer cringe just because it's. Because
2: he's him. actually a boomer, yeah, dude. Yeah, he's sporting I mean, a mullet even now. So my
1: my Ryan
2: is undeniable. Scullet, yeah, it's, it's everything. Who wore it better, uh, Jesse Ventura or Mrs. Brady? <laughs> hey, look, <laughs> this is one of the best mullets ever. Ben Franklin, you think it's about true. it when he was older, he had a mullet. It was in. It was all styling profiling. Betty. All right, Eric. There, give uh, us your uh, plugs, and we'll thing, uh,
0: we'll get out of here because we're over two yeah. hours now. Oh, but. definitely.
1: Yeah, Pat. Thanks for coming on, man. Uh, it's great. Great to wrap with you. Um, yeah, everyone, just follow me, uh, Jackman Radio, on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and if you like what we do, I'm on Venmo at Senator Jackman86. If you want an impression request, or want to send me a tip for entertaining and informing and the shit that I do, I appreciate it. And uh, we're on YouTube at Jackman Radio,
2: Ryan. I would I would Venmo you if I wasn't banned from Venmo, but I would like you to work on Tommy. So, Patrick, okay, thanks I for will. coming on. I hope you don't regret it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so, Ryan. It was a pleasure to meet you, man. The uh, the Libertarian Institute's everything, man, and I hope like people like Dan McAdams and I hope all these people, von Duren, they all get their their wings back. That's what we need. Um, I am on rumble and odyssey ancreport.com. Um, I guess I have a parlor. No one uses that. <laughs> I have a telegram. I have telegram and sub stack so you can find Ryan Dawson on sub And, uh, we have a telegram group ANC report, but, uh, it's the, some of the people in there. I cannot control, you know, it's their people They're. <laughs> Same. They're I've color, had the same they're issue. colorful. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah you can't, it's like <laughs> I mean you can, out,
0: but then like what's the point? Like if you're banning people left and right, like why even have a fucking I chat? started so to. I used to have go.
2: rules you can't say e like don't be a, a nine eleven denier or stuff like that. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna ban you if you're stupid. And I don't like, What's that and I'm like, Well, I'm judging the jury on that. It's my telegram, whatever. If you're saying stuff yeah. is dumb. I can't deal with the headache. Just get the fuck Ooh. out of here.
0: Yeah. yeah, I might I might start doing that because it's mm-hmm. getting kind of out of hand in my fucking telegram chat.
2: Just put no um, cook shit and that's it. Yeah. Yep. Patrick.
3: Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. It was good to see everybody. And uh, right now, the Libertarian Institute is having our winter fundraiser. So if you go to libertarianinstitute.org forward slash donate, you can get a bunch of really cool shit. Part of that is a um, one single run t shirt. Uh, so you better get them now before they're gone it says Libertarian Institute and whatever it is we're against it. Uh, I just started my new show it's called vital descent vitaldescent.com I have a documentary series coming out about the uh, the bio- radiological weapons project that was a parallel program to the Manhattan Project and there's some really sick shit in there about the plutonium injection experiments so that's coming out relatively soon but i think is that what did.
2: happened to mccain
3: <laughs> part of it
2: <laughs> is that how the pelosi was made in a pod uh <laughs> so you see the from- book she's reading i think everybody needs to get into fed uh by it's dr essential. ron paul if everyone knew what was in that book the world would be a better place yeah, it let just me put sucks. It- all the good guys don't have a voice and let me put it to you know, this way, way. the basket to talk
1: Give me a waterboard Dick Cheney in 15 minutes and I'm (laughs) confessing to the Sharon Tate murders.
0: (laughs) All right, guys, we're going to cap it off there. Thanks for watching everybody. Final four horsemen for the year. Um, I've made uh, a couple announcements on some social media. I am going to be scaling back a little bit after Christmas, not quitting the show or anything, but instead of like two or three episodes per week, I'm probably going to be doing a few per month and just trying to really focus on, uh you know more in-depth episodes here and there and i'm also going to be trying to focus more on blue collar work and stuff because um i feel like that's the community where i can really actually have a voice and really make a huge difference so there are going to be a couple small changes coming up but don't worry i'm not going anywhere and um for anyone who i don't see for the rest of the year merry christmas and happy new year thank you for watching the four horsemen
1: Woo!